This week on Face Off Hockey Show, boy, there's a lot of injuries. Holy crap. Um, and some COVID back. How about that? NHL awards have been changed. GM meetings were happening. And, of course, more stuff for the Arizona Coyotes as their smaller arena is prov- providing big headaches for them in terms of gambling. It's Face Off Hockey Show, and it's right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hello, everybody. Welcome. We've done it again. It's, we've, we've come here to enjoy the end of March and the end of the madness. Huzzah. Madness is finished. It's almost done. Uh, welcome. Johnny P there, Scotty was here. Yeah. Doing things. We're doing stuff. We're going for it. Um, yeah, lots to talk about post deadline, post stuff. Some sad news too. All yes. thrown into one as we get with uh, Johnny P and what he what's what's happening. Yeah. Well, I'm back on the steroids, first of all. Hey, there it is. I went to uh my doctor for the first time in two years, apparently. Um and uh, we, uh, they threw me back on the uh, steroids, which is good because it opens things back up. Um, yes. Apparently, my nose was a little, uh, little clogged. Yeah. So we're good. I'm already back to being able to like taste things and smell things and stuff. And it wasn't the COVID. It was just hey, there you go. my normal year to year. So you're got that way. going for me. Um, I. Uh, I ended up winning one of the basketball pools. Hey, look at you go. That I was in. Uh, but funny story uh, as to why I won the uh, basketball pool because I picked Villanova to go to the national championship. I think I actually picked them to be my champion. Hey. Um, and the reason was because I heard that there was like a Philly regional and, you know, Villanova normally plays well in the Philly regional. What I did not take into account, though, was that Villanova was playing in the South regional. Interesting. Yeah, so I ended up winning out of pure dumb luck <laughs> when it really came down to it. Like, uh, they didn't even play in Philly at all. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. So, got that going for me. Some good luck, I guess. Um, U.S. soccer has their last World Cup qualifier tonight. The Canadians have already qualified for the World Cup. Um, yeah. Good night, Canada. Good night, Canada. <laughs> um, and not gonna talk about else? Macedonia. Uh, no, <laughs> we're not going to talk about. So it, Italy is uh, by far the most bipolar soccer team I've seen in quite a while. <laughs> uh, the team that goes from not making the 2018 World Cup to winning the Euro Championships this summer. 
to not making the 2023 World Cup. It's amazing. Or 2022. Is it, the, is it at the end of this year? It is at the yeah. end of this year. Yeah, yeah it's the end of this year because they had yeah. to move because of uh, Cutter is completely, completely very hot. hot. <laughs> very hot face. Very hot. Any time of the year. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Italy is not going to be in the World Cup. The U.S. should be in the World Cup, but I'll still be watching tonight. Yeah. <laughs> they have to lose by uh, more than six goals, I think. And then even then they have to play New Zealand if they finish fourth. Oh, okay. So say we will see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping things go well tonight. Who are they playing tonight? Costa Rica. Uh, well. They are in San Jose, Costa Rica. No. Oh. Um, so yeah, that's after the show, actually. That's a 9.05 start. Uh, I'm sure that, uh, Sean Leahy, uh, texts me during the soccer game sometimes. Yeah. So. Average high on, in, in Qatar, uh, in, Ju- in June and July is 108 degrees. Ooh. Average. But it's a dry heat. It's a, yeah. Like, dry out your lungs and <laughs> so you cannot live anymore. Uh, but. Uh, no, I didn't have any hockey to go to. No hockey this weekend either. Hockey next weekend, though. Yeah. Which could be your last regular season weekend. Could be. I mean, more than likely it is. Yeah. Because the week after that is the uh, day games. Afternoon stuff. The day-night double, day, double header. Exactly. Yeah, essentially. The, 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 uh, the rush hour Thursday game and then the... Good Friday afternoon lunch game. <laughs> the Good Friday lunch game. Yeah. Which is always a hit for the NHL. Right. But the good thing is, fish will be fl- uh, flying. So that's good. We'll there you be, go. We'll be in accordance to God's plan. And by God's plan, I mean the Drake song. Yes, obviously. Uh, <laughs> so that's probably it. That's, that's what I got. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I used my tax refund and bought a, a new lens to take with me to Johnstown. That has some range to it. Jersey? Well, I mean, if, once I go to Johnstown, oh, okay. like next gotcha. season or whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't think I'll need it in New Jersey, but, you know, whenever I'm in Johnstown again. Sure, sure, sure. I still gotta do my taxes. I'm sure I'm gonna get You didn't my... do your taxes. Oh, like, what? I got two weeks. Fine. Before your birthday. Well, tax day, pretty tax. much. <laughs> Actually, I got time. Oh, it's not like. I have multiple things to do. That's true. Just hand it in, hand it into H and R Block, take a walk, come back, ta-da, it's paid. <laughs> They're like, here you go, you're done. I just went to get Subway. Yep, you're done. I know you're done. That's a terrible choice you made. Oh no. <laughs> uh, we didn't do much this weekend. We kind of just hung out, did some things, uh, bought some. I finally bought some uh, new top loaders because I can't find my old top loaders. So I had to find new top loaders to put all my new cards in. Nice. Oh, that reminds me. I'm going to pull those out Uh-oh. when I get upstairs cause, so that they can go home with you. Ah, sure. Always always good. Um, Yeah, we just kind of hung out a little bit. It's finally warming up. Uh, we had snow last night. Celestial mix last night. But like Detroit. Which Lake, flavor was it? Um, Ozone. Not really great taste. No, um, the uh, D- Detroit Lakes, which is like about an hour and a half from here, got eight inches of snow. Oh, so, 
we um, we missed that band of snow. Thank God. It's almost April. Yeah, yeah right. I know. The shitty part. Oh fuck! Back in Calgary, when I lived in Calgary, it was like Memorial Day weekend. We had like two two to three inches of snow up there. Do they have Memorial Day in Canada? Uh, they have, they have uh, the Queen Victoria Day. Okay. It's a it's a week earlier because obviously. Um, yeah, <laughs> because they're veterans. Because yeah. you have to recognize their veterans first, <laughs> just like Thanksgiving. Right. Well, they they, they recognize the veterans from the uh, Revolutionary War, the British. Ah, side. I got first. you. So, because yeah. they showed up first. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They took over the land first. It's funny. I made that joke about. I made the. I made a mention of the uh, the exchange rate, and there's this uh, coworker of mine. She's 19, and she's like. We bicker back and forth, and she's like, you know, I'm like the daughter. I'm like your Canadian daughter, but in America. I'm like, what with the exchange rate? You're about the same age. <laughs> she didn't get it. She got it. She understood. Yeah. She's, okay, that's good. Yeah, so. <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm, your, I'm your American daughter, and you're my father I never met. I'm like. That seems oh. weird, <laughs> especially if you're her manager. Right, exactly. It's kind of bizarre, but whatever. Hey, we have great fun. work relationship. That's good. Yeah, we have. She, she's she's gonna go. She's gonna storm off to her room if I yell at her for doing something wrong. <laughs> like my squirrel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your squirrel is fucking. What the hell? He was a pissy he boy. Angry tonight. Very. It's angry. like I have a pet that I didn't realize. <laughs> we God. had a, our neighbor. Our neighbor back in Glen Burnie had a pet squirrel. It was injured. It fell on their deck, and then they just took it in and domesticated it. Mm. I mean, that's All right. A, so that's a thing. I'm like, so that's a good thing, I suppose. But yeah. All right. Well, let's. I'm looking at the uh, the pocket pool, and 39th is the middle the middle of the road. Oh, the very dominant Hassock of Mark. Yeah. Of everybody, I think of uh, to to join in. So I'm currently at 29th. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm done. My my bracket. Can you fall back to 39th? Though? That's what I'm thinking. Because there is one. Because I'm at like 25 right now, I think. I'm looking at max. My max is 290. And there's a couple of people behind me that have better maxes. Oh, okay. So maybe one person's got 269 right now, and their max is 356. <laughs> I'm like, how? what? There's a lot of they, people. They have Villanova in the finals. They have Kansas. Oh, okay. That'll do it. Uh, so, yeah. So I, I'm like, okay, well, if I can slide down the chart 10 spots, I can maybe get this middle prize. Here's what's great with that one is that the the bracket that I put in that was totally random uh-huh. is literally like two points behind the bracket that I put in that I actually chose games for, which means that I'm quite literally not better than a totally random bracket <laughs> at putting at, at choosing basketball games. So my round one, I got 207 points. My round two, I only got 67. Sweet 16, I got uh, uh, 16 points and nothing in the Elite Eight. Oh, womp womp. Mm. Yeah, I had who did I have in my final four? I had Texas Tech, Baylor, Zona, and Auburn. Uh, and Duke. But also, funny thing that Duke and North Carolina have never met in a tournament. I find that really, amazing. yeah, that's interesting. A tournament game. I kind of hope it's Jasevsky's last game then. Yeah, me too. I hope, <laughs> I hope they put them out like they did in the ACC. <laughs> but they put them out like they did in the ACC. Let's go, North Carolina. Come on. We are all Tar Heels at this point. Hashtag we're also Tar Heels. 
And we are also Rams. <laughs> Let's get to some news. Get to some editing after the show, too. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the face-off hockey show injury reports. Uh, you're not even drinking. No, I'm not. I'm just very tired. <laughs> the minute it's, it's like one of those things where it comes out, you're probably like, ah. Uh, people who aren't subscribed to the Patreon don't know what we're saying. That should um, be easy to edit out, I'm sure. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. I just have to edit the first part out, and there's a pause there, and I can just cut that, and away we go. Um, Kyle Connor and Nate Schmidt of the Winnipeg Jets have contracted COVID. Oh, no. I thought it was done. Nope. They are it's still around, still hanging out. So they are stuck in Buffalo, I think it is. <laughs> um, so... They are uh, they're hanging out there because they can't wow. travel with the team. So Canada has refused to accept them. Well, the team is also traveling elsewhere. So part of the uh, rules is they have to stay in Buffalo, and they will not be able to join the Jets for their next three games uh, coming up. And the I Jets, hope they get to go down to that Riverwatch area though. Nice, be good. They'll have to be masked up though. I mean, what if they're wearing a luchador mask and they're part of that wrestling ring? That'd be amazing. Well, then no one knows who they are and they can't get in trouble. There you go. See? <laughs> oh, good. Only one game is on, so I can actually adjust my lineup if I'm thinking of it. But, yeah, so they are they have their five-day quarantine to do, and then if they had test positive again and whatever, whatever, whatever. So there's that. We thought it was over. You thought, you thought it was over, and it's not over. Like when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. You know? Forget it. How- what the hell? So th- this week, the Canucks have played the Blues twice. This would be the second time the Canucks are playing the Blues tonight. And they're both of my goalies. Weird. Look at you go. Um, Yasperi Kotaniemi got a lower body injury. He got uh, taken out by Lars Eller. Oh, uh, yeah. I heard about that. Unknown amount of time, and also doesn't look like there's going to be a uh, a suspension for Mr. Eller. So I haven't heard anything. I've not heard any news or any kind of fine uh, or any kind of call to the table. So uh, he got away with one there. Uh, the uh, Nathan McKinnon's got an upper body injury. He is week to week, but aren't we all? Jeff Petrie's got a lower body injury for the Canadians. He is out indefinitely. Same with, uh, well, Jonathan Duran also out indefinitely, but he's got the upper body injury for Les Habitants as they're starting. you got to figure they're going to start shutting guys down uh, left and right in this one. Uh, Jonas Corposalo, he has uh, been shut down for the season. He's going to have hip surgery. He's going to be out six months. Uh, so that'll probably put him right at training camp time if he gets it now. So good luck to him. Uh, Cal uh, Clutterbuck has got a shoulder surgery. He's out for the season. And Scott Mayfield also going to be uh, four to six weeks LBI, lower body, oh. but that's pretty much the season. Uh, with the man, a lot of people picked the uh, Islanders to win the Stanley Cup, and that did not uh, go well. That's no, that's no. Crucial. Did anybody on our show pick the Islanders to win the Stanley Cup? I mean, are we smarter than that? Did we see this coming? I just, I, I don't uh, remember. I honestly don't fucking remember either. <laughs> but we have the book. 
That's why we have the book. I don't think unless it's in the other bit book. Uh, it's in another book. Another book. Gotta go to the other book. It's somewhere. I can't find it. The hell with it. Uh, I'm pretty sure we didn't pick the Islanders. It's fine. I would it's, hope. It, it's fine. I mean, not that any of our picks have ever come true. Right, exactly. They've never come to fruition, and we've all fucked off and whatever. We've done. Well, we were going to pick them again anyway, guys, so don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. That we could pick the Islanders again. Inanimate objects showing up soon. Hell yeah, baby. Get your fortune cookies out. Um, Speaking of fines, uh, Taylor Hall, $5,000 fine for roughing. He went oops upside the head of <laughs> Ilya uh, Lubishkin. So, Just punching uh, people now. Well, he got that was a kind of a shitty hit Lubishkin put on him too, as he was turning kind of a boarding play there. Surprised that he didn't get fined, but Max allowable for Taylor Hall, Max allowable for Tanner uh, Janot uh, or Jano, two thousand dollars for kneeing Brady Kachuk mm. this past week. Um, I'm sure plenty of people have wanted to do that though. Yeah, yeah, him and Matt, the Kachuk boys are kind of you know, yeah, there they are, but they are. Uh, Garrett Hathaway got fined uh, $2,000 for uh, diving. Okay. So it's his second fine. And then uh, next one's going to be three and then four. So obviously it goes up. Yeah. And oh, jeez. On the fifth one, the coach starts to get fined, which I never understood. Uh, either way. Um, What the hell is... Oh, it no. is a weird scale right there, right? Like, like all right, we're going to get diving out of the game. But all this other shit's fine. Yeah, exactly. Kneeing, it's fine. That was that was just twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So I'm looking at the. It's, I clicked on something on the media site. I shouldn't have. As we Uh-oh. get ready for the 2022 Gaming World Championship. Oh no. That's called Shell Intel that I clicked. Mm. Mm. You know. Does it give you like background information on the Shell players? It tells me about who these players are. That's good. Uh, and and what what uh, what system they play on. So that's something. Have we reached the point where you can play cross systems of the uh, same game? I don't think so. Uh, we should by this point. I feel like I feel like at this point, like some of these big games that have tournaments like Madden and NHL and uh, FIFA, I feel like you should be able to play cross systems at this point you shouldn't have to learn uh, a different controller hmm. just to play in these tournaments you would think at this especially with sports stuff now i would tell you that the last uh set of games that i've bought you know because i'm a huge gamer was uh fifa 13 okay sure um my uh my i think it was nascar 13 uh was uh i'm still in the middle of that season Long season, extremely long season for NASCAR. I'm moving into like almost 10 years. Uh, My F1 season wasn't real great. I didn't really get down the uh, F1 rules very well. I was running people off the road and then they would get rid of me. So I switched back to NASCAR. They were fine with me doing that. But yeah, yeah, huge gamer. I mean, I should know this. I need to do that and just I got to go into maybe I'll do that with bowling. And just do a whole bowling season, like week by week, like not. If we like, can figure out how to get the uh, the hardest part is that the uh, the steering wheel has these like tiny suction cups on it. So I try to suction cup it to a table, but then it's oh, like yeah. still moves and stuff. But sure. yeah, we should uh, 
We should get drunk one night in the living room and play NASCAR. It's a lot of fun. Here's the thing. <laughs> is that um, you have enough, like, fuck you money that you could probably buy a rig. I mean, I could. Yeah. But where is it going to go in my house? Ares, just get a rig. Who cares? Who cares? Figure it's, that out when you buy it. Instead of the, instead of the like big uh, uh, recliner chair, you're gonna show up next time. It's gonna be a racing rig. I'll still sit there and hang out for a bit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Kidding me. All right, so I found a list across uh, across platform gaming. Oh, okay. A lot of it is like fighting, like Among Us, Brawlhalla, Call Among of Duty. Us. Yeah, uh, Call of Duty. A lot of fantasy games. Farming Simulator 22, of course. Obviously. Um, Fortnite, obviously. Minecraft, obviously. But do they consider a cross-platform as being like a Switch and a, like, Nintendo? Yeah. Or like, Yeah, so, like, Fortnite's PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, Mobile, Xbox uh, Series S, and PS5. All right. Um, well, that is Overwatch, a good one. Watch something called Nerf Legends. That sounds like a great game. Does sound like a good game. It sounds like something that we played as kids, like with actual Nerf guns. Something called Secret Neighbor, which sounds creepy. That's weird. The only sports games are WWE 2K Battlegrounds, Super Mega Baseball 2 and 3, and MLB two, uh, twenty, MLB The Show 21 are only sports games that are cross-platform. Wow. Which is fucking insane to me. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like there's a point where somebody that would actually listen to the show who, you know, works on this type of stuff is like, yeah, it's not as easy as you'd think yet. Right. For um, like sports games. But looking at the looking at the partial platforms, it looks like um, Chess Ultra is partial platform. Of course, Chess. Forza. Chess was part- Chess was on multiple platforms during the like Apple IIe days. Exactly. Um. The NBA 2K Playgrounds, which is just like the the uh, NBA Street of 2K. Those games uh, are. Fun. I think I have. I think I have some of those upstairs. Actually, the streets, the FIFA Street. I think. Yeah. Sports Bar VR. <laughs> and that's what it. Is, what is that? Is that like we put on VR headsets and we like pretend we're sitting in a sports bar with each other? It's like that weird show on ESPN that was that sports bar you did trivia. You remember that one? Oh yes, I do. Yeah, it was like Interesting. in the 90s. Um, so Sports Bar VR is just basically you go there and you're playing like pool or darts or skee-ball. So it's huh. basically like Chuck E. Cheese. It's it's Dave and Buster's, but virtual reality. It's Dave and Buster's, but you don't have to go out of your house. Which is absolutely so, fucking perfect. <laughs> first off, if you're going out of your house for Dave and Buster's, then maybe there's a problem already. And then we'll kind of... The only problem is that you need your own beer. Right, yeah. And you can buy it cheaper. Probably buy a six-pack for what you pay for Drizzly can show up, so you still don't have to leave the house. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so there's that. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. I am surprised that, like, FIFA or Madden hasn't... You would think... Wasn't, like, cutting edge on that, you know? Yeah, you would think that they would be a little bit more... uh, Again, like I said, somebody dropped something in our mention saying hey stupid it's not harder than you think um then we'll be like okay then tell us that we don't know right we don't know we've only been to ea sports once once and that was in uh 2006 right when the xbox what was it uh, was it ps probably changed since then ps2 was the big thing and they were getting horny over that or no ps3 was about to come out ps3 was about to come out 
Yes. Like, hey, we got next gen stuff. It was also where I got stereotyped and they gave me the uh, Godfather game exactly. uh, in my grab bag on the way out. But that is where we got. Um, didn't we get the pre box of the OV? Yes. NHL game. Like it isn't actually the NHL game. It was like a demo, like pre version. Yeah, it was the PC demo of it, which was awesome. That was like we got something really cool that you know no one else has. Yeah. So that was pretty sick. I think I still have it somewhere in my bag. I have mine. It's upstairs in the guest room. In my boxes of things. Um, yeah, that was a my actually my friend, uh, the girl who used to waitress at me, uh, with for me at Mr. Mike's. She uh, works at EA now. So oh, she nice. works at the same Burnaby campus. I'm like, hey, that's sick. That's cool. Hey, I was there. The place was huge. That's like two soccer pitches and a basketball court. It's amazing. Um. All right, Patreon. We got a Patreon. Johnny, you know we have a Patreon? I do. I do know that. Slash Face Off Hockey Show. Contribute money there. Real hard-earned. Not not crypto. Real monies. Goes there. Monies. Monies. You can do that. Uh, all the fun stuff also. You can, uh, if you, you get the video show, if you give a dollar, you can help pick a segment. You get $5. We put special stuff every now and again up there. Um, not recently. Just haven't had the... Just haven't had the you know, go through 20 years of stuff. Jesus. Um, it's hard to do. Oh, that might be smart, too. Maybe I should go to Target and buy an external hard drive and put all of the computer files onto external hard drive, and then you can take it home with you. Yeah, that might, that might be quick. Yeah, That might be the fastest way to get the, all these in the same it, yeah. place. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you could be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Shonovich. They contribute, so can you. It is uh, Patreon.com, so face of hockey show. All the money goes back into the show as it should. Um, let's let's take a minute here to remember a team that uh, brought us all to our to our feet. A team that brought us all to the edge of uh, hilarity. A team that we thought was going to go all the way. That was Team North America. Oh. Uh. As it was announced that the World Cup of Hockey will resume without Team North America. Ooh. Damn shame that that didn't happen. Team North America in the 2016 version grabbed the hearts of everybody watching uh, and be like, oh yeah, hey, there's a hockey going on. How about that? Um, so they they took they they took on the hearts uh, not as much as Team Europe did because Team Europe uh, got to the final, but uh, Team North America was there. Rank. I have a uh, Team North America jersey. Yeah, the NA. With the bone it almost looked like the bones. The bones. Um, yeah, I mean that was a uh it was a hell of a hell of a time. But no Team North America this year. It's kinda sad actually. Actually kind of kinda mad at that. You're you're mad. Kind of upset. That was a that was a fun team. Um for the year it was there. I think we all kinda laughed at it, but you know, their nickname were apparently the Young Guns. Did not know that. Their biggest win was over Europe, four to nothing. So <laughs> that's something. So yeah, I mean, three North America had all the stars. It had you know, you had your um, Aaron Eckblads, you had your Trubas, you had your Jack Eichels, your Johnny, Johnny Goudreau's, Dylan Larkin, Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid. Holy shit! So these are all yeah. kids under twenty-three, <laughs> right? That team was all, really good, and they were fucking stacked. <laughs> You look at it now, it's all these guys who are in individual awards now. So, 
I mean, my God, like this was a this was a stacked team and people were just like and the NHL is like, yeah, no, I don't think we're going to do this anymore. Like, how the hell do you not do this anymore? It's amazing. This team sure you had some duds like Shane Goss's bear. It happens. Morgan Riley hasn't been. <laughs> it happens. Happens. Vincent Trocek was good for the time, and I think he's kind of fallen off a little bit. It happens. Um, Trocek was actually a replacement for Sean Monahan, who, another guy, kind of fell off a little bit. But, man, what a team that was. Now, here's the thing, and this is just me. World Cup of Hockey is going to happen, apparently. Who the fuck are they going to get to these teams? Like, how is this going to happen? I mean, they, they, the Team Europe was just a conglomeration of Europeans because they're like, oh, we don't have any more people. Like, we can't fill out, the, like, NHLers from everywhere, so we had to combine all of Europe into one team. Well, are they going to have a Russian team? Everybody's against Russians. That's a good point. I wonder. I've not seen, I've not seen the, uh, the actual standing for this. I think Bill Daly kind of just said this uh, uh, out loud, said the loud part loud, and just like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oops. Because it was supposed to happen in 2020. League said 2024 could possibly happen. So, who knows? We'll see what happens. But, I mean, this team, the, the idea of an under-23 team is probably the best thing that ever happened to the World Cup. I mean, people excited about it. Because you're seeing all these young players against the old guard and see how they stack up. And they stacked up pretty well. Yeah, I so agree. I'm kind of pissed off that they're not doing it again. I don't know. Does it matter? Does, does the World Cup matter? Should the NHL make the World Cup matter, I guess, is the question. I mean, it's still a made-up tournament. Sure is, buddy. Well, aren't most tournaments made-up tournaments? It's not like something that came down from Zeus and said, hey, this is what is now. Yeah, but like the World Cup or like the Olympics, you actually have to qualify for. Like the mm. qualifications for the World Cup of Hockey is, do you play in the NHL? Oh, cool. You can be on a team. Do you play in the NHL and do you play for one of these nations? Great. And do you want to? And you do? Do you want to start your season early? Yeah, it's really like the three questions. It it could have been like it's a survey monkey that just went out to like all of the NHL players, and it was like <laughs> if you answer all three questions yes, you get put onto a team. Like, yeah, and you're just gonna be thrown there. But it's just like, but I mean, it's fun hockey. Yeah, it's it was fun great. to watch. Yeah, it's fun yeah. hockey. It was it was ESPN's reintroduction into the NHL game um, without actually getting into the NHL game. Because this is before the jerseys were nice. Jerseys were slick. The Team Europe jersey was really nice. Yeah. Team Europe also will not return to the World Cup of Hockey in 2022. Oh, no. How many? How are they going to have this tournament then? Don't <laughs> they need six teams? They're going back. No, they're going back to an eight team format. OK, but they they have eight countries then that yeah. they could put teams in for. Canada, U.S., Sweden, Russia, Finland, Czechia, uh, Switzerland, and Slovakia. Oh, all the other guys are out then. So it's all going to be actual countries. No Latvians. So here's the thing. Zidane Chara is going to be playing with uh, the corpse of Marian Hossa and go from there. And that's the Slovakia team. Like, you can't fill out this team without NHLers. Um, so the Russian participation has been questioned by Bill Daly, but again, we have until 2024. Maybe things will be figured out by then. Fuck if I know. Eh. 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 <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. So. And Team Europe came in second. And like I said, they, they were the runner-up in this thing. They went to the final against Canada and lost, got swept, but whatever. Happens. I don't know. I thought that was the fun part. Having those two teams as the as the outliers were hilarious. 
I agree. And now they're taking it away from us. I agree. I like the under 23 team that you couldn't play. You couldn't have those players actually on your uh, country team. Yes. That was that was a good that was a good caveat. Like you can pick players who are 24 and over. <laughs> they're 23. They're Team North America. Team NA for life. TNA, baby. Yeah, I have a Team USA jersey and a Team North America jersey from that uh, World Cup. Nice. I am. Uh, I have no jerseys from that cup. I've been actually selling my jerseys. Some of my jerseys. Well, they were they were small. Right, they were the ones that were. Uh... <laughs> they were left over. I did not buy them during the World Cup either. It's no, silly. <laughs> silly. Stop. Buy one of things going on. You're selling jerseys. Yeah, I'm getting one of the ones I don't don't like pay attention or don't wear. Don't we'll care get... much about. Yeah, like uh, I gave rid got rid of a Memphis River Kings jersey. Get rid of uh, I got an Islanders jersey up for sale that no one's. If you want to buy an Islanders jersey, contact NHL History Girl. She's my broker in all this. <laughs> Get rid of a Columbia Inferno jersey. Brokering nice. that. She's brokering that deal too. Get just cleaning out, cleaning house a little bit. Yeah, going M and M. Yeah, exactly. Cleaning out the closet. I got like, I got a shit ton of polos I don't wear. They're pretty. They like I worn once, if <laughs> at all. <laughs> I buy them in the hopes that I think I'm going to wear them and then I never do I appreciate that you have a bunch of polos and your job consists of you wearing scrubs all day you know I thought I was going to go to a different path I thought I was going to wear more polos to get to hockey games and then they're just like yeah we really don't care I'm like oh fuck cool I'm just going to yeah. wear a shirt and a hoodie and there we go so no pants though yeah no pants well some people that wore sweatpants there I'm like that's fancy Good for you. I Good can't for wear, you. I can't wear sweatpants out in public. I got the Adidas stripe down the side. And while the school's sponsored by Adidas, maybe I should do that. I wear my ratty Adidas, and maybe the team will give me new Adidas. Maybe. You never know. Be nice. I walk into a... They uh, come up in between periods. You got a new team set, a uh, new team warm-up. Exactly. Just out there doing stretches before the, the scrum. Just be like, yeah, yeah, this is what I'm doing. By the way, this is also the first time Adidas came into the uh, hockey world. It was as they had their Adidas jerseys branded nice and fancy three stripe down the side. The three stripes. It was a good time. Good time in this one. Um, but yeah, I might have to wear my team North America jersey next week. No, I think so. Be nice if, if we uh, I got you the uh, rundown a little faster. You could have got it on. there. No, it's fine. It's not like I would have looked at it before. Fair enough. <laughs> Mark your favorite memory of Team North America from the 2016 uh, World Cup of Hockey. I thought you were going to ask me what my favorite part of the rundown was. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pop quiz hot shot. <laughs> uh, Next question. Think- where are we going to go in segment number five? Lyle. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. I think I have, I, I have like a hundred of those Word docs or Google docs in my uh, shared with me. Yeah, and, just and don't I think they're all unopened. I'm sorry, Scotty. It's fine. I opened. <laughs> I, I feel like I work better when I don't know what we're going to talk about. Because if I prepare things, I always yeah. screw it up. All right. Well, your thoughts about Team North America as uh, both Team North America and Team Europe will not be in the next World Cup of Hockey. <sighs> it's very sad. Uh, and why? Why not? Um, oh, back oh, to- right. They're both okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so those teams only existed because they couldn't really field entire 
other teams from other countries. It was it was a joke that it was considered a World Cup, even though there was a USA, a Canada, and then a North America, right? Yeah, and then and North then, America was the under twenty three kids. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully they they've found two other countries that are willing to play. Well, they got uh, they're going to get Czechia back and also uh, Slovakia, which again I don't know how you're going to fill. I don't know if there's enough NHL talent. To fill out those teams. <laughs> yeah. Yager's definitely going to be on that team, right? <laughs> he's going to be like 52 years old and he's going to be playing in the World Cup of Hockey. Somehow the NHL figures out how to put Czechoslovakia back together <laughs> for the tournament <laughs> and then brings in like up. another eighth team. Like a like the team North America comes back after all this fanfare and fan backlash and, and Czechoslovakia ends up being a team again. And it's going to be team uh, team, Deut- or team Dutch and then uh, Denmark and Switzerland will get together. And away we go. <laughs> Done it. Conglomerated everything. Yeah, so that's fun. I still have a hockey puck that was made in Czechoslovakia. Nice, congrats. Yeah, it's right here. Produced... Or made in Czechoslovakia. Oh, and the one on top of it was just made in Slovakia. Ooh, so that's where the rubber went. <laughs> where the rubber plant went when they broke it all up. Uh, hey, the NHL awards show. That's uh, that's a thing that somehow going to go away. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. It is not. They they have not wised up and said we don't need an award show anymore. Uh, it will be held in the host uh, in a Stanley Cup final host city, either between. Games three and four, or before game three. So they're not waiting until after the season, which I think sports writers are going to be happy about. Should be uh, good. So they don't Plus, have, you don't have travel in there. You're already yeah. there. Don't have to go to the so, draft and then, or go to that and then have to fly a red eye to the draft. Okay. Well, I hate it. It stinks. The the award show in general. Putting it in the middle of the Stanley Cup final. Like, Nobody watched it anyway. It well it. it if reporters are expected to report on yeah. both the award ceremony and the Stanley Cup final, then yeah. don't make them at the same time. Off day. Like imagine, I can only imagine what Leahy thinks of this. If he's going to have to write articles about the game from last night and about the stupid award ceremony, I'll find make it in the off tomorrow. season. Why? Why wouldn't they make it in the off season or make it the weekend or whatever the couple days break that the two teams get after the conference final? Do it then. Why, why do it in the middle show, of the Stanley Cup final? How much are you going to get into this award show when you're doing it in the host city and you don't know when the host cities are? Like, you're going to know like <laughs> yeah. two at a time. You're going to do this from the fucking hotel bar. Exactly. It might be, it, it, the award show might be from the arena. Like, yeah. On a concourse. That, no, from the press conference room. There you go. Press yeah, conference room. That's, yeah. yeah. You're right, though. I mean, all of the, the traveling media circus is going to be writing the same exact articles for very different news outlets, all at the, likely the same press hotel. Yeah, probably from the same table. Yeah. Just We're staring. just cheating off each other. Look, what did yeah. you write? Oh, okay. Uh, mm, I don't know about that. I think no, it'll be, be at very different times, though. We've seen some of these guys type. That's true. I'm going to reword this so it doesn't look so good. How many pop culture references can I bring in here? <laughs> Meanwhile, who's going to get slapped? <laughs> Meanwhile, Larry Brooks is just typing his first line. <laughs> Meanwhile, like It we, was the best of times. <laughs> Wyshynski's churned out three in the last hour. <laughs> so that's the award show. Movie. He, he's writing articles for other people. Yeah. <laughs> 
he's the ghostwriter for ESPN for anybody doing AP articles for Steve Wino. Hey, the Arizona Coyotes story keeps getting hilarious. So the Coyotes are seeking to change the law, the gambling law, for their move. So okay. in 2021, there was a law in Arizona that legalized sports betting, uh, part of a complex deal with uh, Governor Doug Ducey and the in, uh, Arizona Indian Gaming Association. Hmm. However, the Coyotes are saying the law needs to be changed because ASU's arena only holds 5,000 people, and the law allows professional sports teams to run retail, sports book, and mobile gambling operations with at least 10,000 people. Oh. So okay. now Plus, there's, there's probably a closet that says that you can't bet on college campuses. <laughs> right. There's, well, there's probably that. Um, so the Coyotes don't plan to open a retail operation at uh, ASU, but uh, just to keep running their mobile gaming operation. But to ju- oh, wait, don't plan to open a retail operation, but to just keep running their mobile gambling operation. So, so, so essentially, this is like food trucks that go to breweries without a kitchen. They just drive up a like van that has that. slot machines in it. Yeah, that would be the yeah. best. But actually, yeah, I think so. That'd be wonderful. That's a that's, that's a completely the, different truck. Like a gambling truck shows yeah. up. I mean, I think it's genius. Well, I think I think it's one of those things where you uh, do it by the phone, and and you just you have your phone. You're not. Oh, just, so a mo- mobile mobile game like mobile app mobile game. Kings. Yeah. Yes. I like. I would prefer it to be like an RV that shows up with yes. a bunch of. I actually. It's like a craps table. Traveling, <laughs> traveling craps table. <laughs> I prefer. I, you actually have to play craps while it's driving. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna make roulette really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um. So. Okay, the Coyotes don't play. According to Coyotes, Doug Dis. Or, or sorry, Andrew Diss, Clay. who has testified for the proposal. Who is Andrew Diss? Let's find hey. out. Hey. <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh, he's the he's the uh, he's the chief strategizing officer for Morello Gaming. That's made up. I prefer to get my press releases from Andrew D's. <laughs> nuts. Um. <laughs> this this said this said this about that. Uh, when you ask 10 different attorneys the same question, you get 10 different answers. That does not give us a sense of comfort that we're going to be able to maintain our online gaming license if we move to a facility with less than 10,000 people. That's what it comes down to. An attorney who represents the Arizona Indian Gaming Association said a law that has just passed last year should not be changed just because the Coyotes found themselves needing a new arena. Okay, I'm I'm not the type of person that Look, if they want to call themselves the Indian Gaming Association, I'm not going to change that. If if you're you're comfortable with that name, couldn't they have changed their name though? To, <laughs> By now, to what? I don't know. I mean, they are they are a gaming commission, like though. the Native uh, American Indians, Gambling Association. <laughs> unless no, it is like, unless it is like a group of Indians from India, then in that case, that no, makes sense. It's actually Native Americans, but they they embrace the Indian Okay, see, that's the thing. It's like if it's like the Seminoles love the the guy on horseback that right like throws were... the spear into the ground. They're cool with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm fine yeah. with it. It's just you know, in this, if they're cool, then I'm cool with it. It just seems it was just a little off putting when you were like, yeah, the Indian Gaming Commission. What it's called, Indian uh, AZIndianGaming.org. 
There you go. All right, guys. Can't the Coyotes just pay them some money and drop the 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 number to five thousand? Right. Well, I think that they're. I think that then they start bringing in like folding chairs, and then we're like, (laughs) we're at five thousand four. Well, I guess the question becomes: Is it does it need to be five thousand seats, or does it need to be ten thousand ten thousand seats or ten thousand people? See, look, we could sell tickets out on this fucking concourse. With my plan uh-huh. and the and the the mock up that we've created with you know a steakhouse and all that in the app, you could easily get ten thousand people and a few of those gambling trucks, and you'll get up to ten thousand. That's true. I think I think it get goes people down. outside to participate. You'll be good to go. Yeah, the chop house. The chop house. Chop house, baby. The chop house should have gambling. Chop house needs to have gambling. I don't see any other way. Of the chop house not having gambling. I mean, look, you can fit you can fit five thousand people in this area right now. Oh, here. easy, easy, in the Tempe Entertainment District. Yeah, and think how many that food or uh, how many how many slot trucks you could pull up into that little area. Hey, that's a completely different entertainment, nope. Mark. Exactly. Don't talk about her that way. <laughs> right. Her and Austin Matthews having a great time. My God. First, you start with gambling, and then you go right to slots. Right. What we about the- some get some pie gal poker in there. Hey, what? A pie, pie gal poker? What is that? What kind of poker is that? Yeah, what kind of poker is that? It's a, a kind of poker. Okay, yeah, pie It's just different rules. There's Texas Hold'em. That's a different version of poker than regular poker. Pie gal is just a different version. I it's did like, not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't Texas know that. Hold'em is the like celebrity of, of poker, though. It is. It is the god tier of. Po- it's what everyone knows. Actually, it's the pop. It's the Michael Jackson of poker. Yeah, it's like it's like Fine. some people like to play Monopoly, but most people like to play that version of Monopoly where you just try and play the game as quickly as possible. That's sort of what Texas Hold'em oh, is. Trouble. I think. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Trouble. Where you just where you just flip the table at, at the end. Exactly. <laughs> you, you pop a bubble and you flip it over, and you're like, "Fuck this! It's out." Yeah. That's how you make the game faster. Exactly. Make the game go faster. Or if the mobile gaming commission drove around the arena the whole time, that makes games faster as well. True. True. I want the mobile. Now I want to make a mobile game. I wonder how you have to. Do you have to have a CDL license, a driver's license, and a gambling license? Like, do you have to have three licenses? <laughs> and what if you serve drinks on the uh, oh, on geez. the little mobile? You're yeah. Liquor license too. You gotta have a liquor license. And. Can you have open containers in a like? How does that work with limo? The limo service stuff, where you? Well, the, you just have to have the back. You'd have to have the back uh, with the tinted windows, so you can't see sure, it, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 That would work. Well, you can get a fucking huge ass Winnebago and do a gaming thing like that. Yeah. What do we got on this thing? A Cuisinart? Hey, there we go. Get one of those uh, double decker buses, like they got in London. Right, you got games on the bottom and games on the top. Although I guess with the wind, you might not be able to play too many games on top. There, cards will. That's blow. where the uh, that's where the video. That'll uh, be the slot video poker, yeah. Yeah. Video poker. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that up there. But people better not steal this idea. It's a good idea. If you do, at least I think put Sean, it on the internet. Would, Sean would be the one to steal this idea. Uh, he doesn't listen to the show. Um, <laughs> if you do steal, it gives at least ten percent off the you know off the top. Finders fee. <laughs> God, this would be so good. At first, I thought it was a dumb idea, but now I'm, I'm more. Now, now you're seeing the light. <laughs> yeah. 
And you're like, hold on a minute. This actually does make sense. It does. The Arizona Indian Gaming Commission was established in November of 1994 by the tribal leaders. How about that? Advancing the lives of Indian people economically, socially, and politically so that Indian tribes in Arizona can achieve their goal of self-reliance. All right. I'm all for that. Let's go. Let's go, guys. Way to go. You did it. You've done it. Uh, all right. Some other news. GM meetings happening this week in Del Boca Vista. Um, <laughs> Isn't that where uh, Jerry Seinfeld's dad lives? Yeah. <laughs> That's where the Costanzas uh, didn't think they could go. They don't want us to live in Del Boca Vista. Um, one of the uh, main uh, the main situations was uh, the idea of inclusion and safety for players and uh, and employees after the mishandling of the Chicago Blackhawks ordeal. Uh, Sheldon Ken- Kennedy went up and uh, spoke. Of course, he had to deal with that whole uh, Graham Jane situation during his junior career. Uh, so they announced the uh, his uh, group, the Respect Group, announced a partnership with the NHL at the board meeting in December at Del Boca Vista. And just he went in there and did a thing about, hey, this we got to do something better. We got to make sure everyone it doesn't it feels safe here, and you don't have to cover things up, and we don't have all this toxic masculinity around. So that's cool. Good for them. Kevin Shipadayoff was there and helped put it together, and he was one of the guys who was also a part of the Chicago Blackhawks debacle as well. So kind of interesting that he was the one to help put this together too. Is but, this is that sort of like uh, when they send you to community service? Yeah, after yeah, you yeah. commit a crime. Yeah, you have to do, you have to do community service or do those classroom speeches after a DUI. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah. They send you to driver's ed to talk about the dangers of drunk driving, except yeah. in this case, it's much worse. Yeah. Although, well, I don't know. Could, uh, could you be. know? I, it's debatable, I guess, depending I on how bad the drunk driving was. Well, I think it's just a, a different traumas. Yes. Let's not try to balance yep. traumas. On that's it. true. We can't. Can, there's no contrasting that's, and comparing it. That's now. our other podcast. Go. It's called Going to Hell. And we just yes. keep fearless of people's dramas <laughs> and see which is better and worse. But you know what? Steal that idea, anybody. You can steal like a, that like idea. a point and scale. No, you get the A, B, C tier. And you get oh. like you did the tier least. Like it was a turd burger or a yes, 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 daddy. Oh, like, yeah. like oh, the, like, the uh, like the jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there steal we go. Steal that idea. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> almost too bad you didn't start the bowling uh, podcast after all this storm talk. Oh, fuck, dude. The USB-C went down. Put the hammer down. I got an email today. Six bowling balls have been banned by the USB-C. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. Jesus. All for the same company. Yeah, what did they do? What did those Uh, bowling... They're supposed to be bad seed bowling balls. They didn't uh, specify why they were banned. Like, the people... So, the one that I I read said that they were too soft. Uh, Okay. So, that makes sense. But they were too soft by, uh, like... 0.02 0.02 yeah. of whatever the like scale is of softness. So, yeah. so it's, this- Mo, it's Mo's hardness scale, first of all. Second of all, clearly he's on the staff at the PBA. Um, so uh, six the six <laughs> balls that were removed. <laughs> um, so to review, the USBC prohibits the following six previously certified balls for national <laughs> And events. so here's the best part as well. They were previously certified less yeah. than six months ago. Yeah, exactly. And but they're allowed in other USBC competitions, including league play. 
Uh, but national events, your your Grand Slams, you can't play in. So it's the Storm Phase 4, the Storm Electrify Solid, Storm Trend 2, 900 Global Altered Reality, 900 Global Wolverine, and the Roto-Grip UFO Alert. All, all right. uh, They're all Storm brands, I believe. I think They, they are. They're all the yeah. same. Company. So explain to me why having soft balls is such a positive See? thing. So, See, such... I had this same. I had this same thought, I, I, and somebody on Facebook explained it, and I'm sure that it's true. Yeah. Uh, so they said that a softer, uh, a softer bowling ball has a, uh, um, a bigger footprint. It can like yeah. flatten guess, out, yeah, which then yeah. allows it to grip the uh, the, the uh, oil. Uh, well, the oil and the uh, lane better, so there's more hook on it. Yeah. Because the okay. hook will bring you back it unless will. you send hook. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes I mean that makes sense. Yeah. Mo had it. Mo had it down. Yeah. So that was all that I learned. That was uh what I learned about bowling balls today on the face off <laughs> hockey show. Yeah. Uh yeah. So the, the the bowling podcast should be coming soon to podcastmonsters.com. So <laughs> it's gonna be called soft balls now though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh man. We we really do have to find a name. I had League Night, and I'm like, that's terrible. Um, I had, that was for I had a I had a back in the day. I had an idea for like a stupid web show where I would just bring my friends out bowling and say that it was a famous person, and then like completely fuck <laughs> up their name, and then they would come out because uh, I I knew a girl. Her name was Kaylee Williams, and I was thinking, uh, yeah, no, I could just say it's Haley Williams from Paramore, and she comes out, it's her, and I'm like, wait, no, they got the name wrong, and I blame my producer off stage, Jimmy. <laughs> Um, and I told this to like two or three people and I guess I told it to my kid because one day she talked about, she asked me about it. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> hey, are you still in my bits? <laughs> and this is when she was like nine. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, how did you hear about that? She's like, I don't know. I hear things. Okay. <laughs> I hear things. By the way, Mark, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to slide down 10 more spots so I can get that even split for the 10 bucks. There you go. I think I'm I'm totally out of the money in my pool. I think I, I did I did just well. I'm in like 14th place. I did just ah. well enough that I'm, there's no way I can win championship money, and uh, uh, not not badly enough to be right there in the middle. So, say yeah. la vie. You almost did it, buddy. You almost yeah. did. Um, yeah. There's a there's a lot of call it a four bagger. <laughs> house house balls. Uh, sandbagger. That sounds terrible. Yeah, that man. sounds like it should be a ball that's too soft. The sandbagger sounds like yeah. that. They should investigate that one. That almost like it's it's a ball that's too heavy. Sandbags are heavy. Is there such a thing as a ball that's too heavy though? Uh, to it, your, are there weight requirements? I think 16, sixteen is the highest you can go. Oh. Sixteen pounds the highest you can go. I mean, I figure if you can throw a a twenty pound bowling ball down the lane you should be allowed to do it yeah but why would you want to like you're what if we got like strongman competitions but it was bowling? oh man oh um that'd be great if they just yes. shot put <laughs> they should really see we're gonna we should start a bowling ball company and we name all of our bowling balls after strong after strongman competition or competitors from the 90s like obviously our flagship will be magnus mervangison obviously yeah 
I found Obviously. the thing. I don't know any of the other ones, but we could look them up. I they were all the same. It was like Magnus for Arvidsson. <laughs> I think he played for the Senators. Yeah, I think oh. he did too. I found the name of the uh, podcast. All right. The Beer Frame Podcast. Okay. That's. Uh, I think we should maybe look at that. See if that's copyright. Well, if you can throw a heavy bowl, if you can throw a wrench, you can throw a heavy bowl in ball. Yeah. Hey, look, Lionel Richie's here, everybody. Hey. hey. <laughs> uh, damn it! There's already a beer flame podcast. Fuck. <laughs> damn it. We'll just Too call slow. yours the beer frame radio show, and then we should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's worked in the other direction. They haven't done an episode since 2017, so I think legally we can steal this. <laughs> In five years. In five years. What do you think the heyday? World of the world's strongest man was was that like Sun City in 1994, maybe Nassau in 1995, or I mean, were you we do realize more toward like Tangier? Oh, it was definitely going. Malta. Yeah, I know they have a new one every year. Yeah, I, Malta. I, so Malta in 1999, I think, is the where was that when Magnus, they were throwing Magnus the, like, Samuelson? There you go. Oh, he That's definitely a, was a he was a fourth liner. Yeah. Sure he, was, he is he is from Sweden, obviously. Okay, yeah, he obviously should have. Uh... <clears throat> was Hillary that the Leonard's... one where they were like throwing like telephone poles over top of like? The... I'm sure. We'll see. So here we go. The events in the 1999 World Strongest Man competitions. The events were the super yoke, <laughs> the, the deadlift for Max, obviously, uh, the yeah. boat pull, a boat pull. Everyone's favorite, the Atlas Stones. Yeah, that's yeah. where you pick up that round, big round ball and try and carry it as far as you can. The plane pool, they had a boat pool and a plane pool. It's, it seems uh, redundant, but OK. The boat pool might have been in water, though, which probably made it harder. <laughs> this is why I appreciate the World's Strongest Man competition. And I realize it's probably a uh, like a translation thing. But here's the next event. Giant log lift for reps. <laughs> Just straight, you know, straight to the point right after it. Yeah. <clears throat> By the this way, is, these are the final. You know, the simplest ones sometimes are often the best ones. In, in, just describe the what they're doing. Yeah, the biathlon tells me nothing about what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> if the biathlon was called cross country skiing and shooting things, there we go. Did <laughs> you understand it? I would understand what I would probably. There'd probably be more people watching it if that's what it was called. Too many syllables. You just call it skiing and shooting. Skiing and shooting. Yeah. Skeet shoot. I'll skeet. All right. So your here's your top five, by the way, and then we can move on. So uh Yoku Aloha or uh, Ahola. Yoko uh, Aloha is your gold medal winner. And from he's from Finland. He got sixty points. Yanni Vertinen. Of course. Beautiful. Oh, oh no, that's definitely an NHL man. He's a backup. Yeah, Yanni Vertinen is a yeah, it's definitely a backup goalie so for like Sharks. Scotty's next game is gonna be strongman competitor or NHLer <laughs> by the nineties. <laughs> here's, here's another great one that's debatable here. Svend Carlson. See? Yeah, he could have he could have been like a, a third pairing defenseman. He blocked shots. In in Edmonton one year, I think. Hugo Girard. Oh. He's the, he was a Canadian. He came in fourth place. And then Magnus Samuelsson rounds out the top five from Sweden there. Yeah, I think I think we could absolutely name our bowling balls all after. We could just name them the whole line after gold medal winning strongmen. Yeah, let's do it. Make it happen. Get the technology down. We'll be fine. Yeah, we just need to, you know, 
figure all that part. Eh, that's the easy part. Yeah. Yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> Just the U.S. U.S. Bowling Committee starts yeah. banning our balls. Yeah. It's too heavy. The forty-fourth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or too, or too soft. Too soft and too heavy. That's a, it's a that's not a good combination. Yeah, no. hate when that happens. So, all right. Well, we're, we're just got into bowling and then strongman. So, welcome yeah. to the show. Oh God, it's the way it goes. The oh. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> uh, we get to our last one, and Lyle, you show up at the right time. Um, uh, Eugene Melnick passing yeah. suddenly. 62 yeah. years old. He had, did he have bladder cancer? Liver, liver, liver cancer. He had a liver transplant in 2015. Okay. He was, he was literally at death's door when a donor uh, was, was found and they were able to perform emergency surgery. So it bought him an extra seven years uh, of life. But, uh, sure. but um, yeah, right. that was Son kind of a shock. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, uh, I did like all of the um, players and ex-players that came out and was like, you know, you guys might hear a lot of shit and, you know, things went down when I got traded. Uh, but, I mean, he's a great guy and he's sent me flowers and stuff. When that I That was, yeah, Eric Carlson. Yeah. By uh, kid, like when kids came, was showed up, he sent gifts and everything. So, like, so I thought that was cool because you don't really... You never heard that side. You always heard the crazy side. Yeah, you only get you only see the the, the public side of mm. uh, of of these guys, and 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 some of them are quite content to show you that just to show you that that public side, you know. And then you know you think, oh, geez, what a jerk. And then you find out after the fact, eh, it wasn't actually that bad, you know. Plus, um, what I didn't realize was that he was literally the sole reason that the senators were still in Ottawa. Oh, absolutely. I had forgotten about that. Oh yeah, absolutely. The senators were were very very close. Let's just yeah, they were on the verge of being relocated to the states. It was going to happen, but you know, Melnick stepped forward and and said, "Yeah, I'll I'll buy this team and and keep it in." You know, because um, you know, Gary Bettman, believe it or not, his thing has always been if there is any ownership. Anyone willing to step forward to keep a team in its location, if it's up for sale, you know, that's that's the way they'll do business. You know, I mean, that this whole thing, again, Batman always gets the stick of, of, oh, he just can't wait to move teams. He can't wait to move teams. But yet he he hangs on to Arizona for some weird reason, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, he he will keep that's his whole thing. Keep the teams where they are. Yeah, you know, well, what about Atlanta? Well, that just happened so fast that basically it was like Winnipeg was like, here we are. And Gary said, here you are. You know, but yeah, Melnick was the reason the senators stayed and have stayed put. And by the sound of things, will stay put because uh, there's, according to Bettman, there's a uh, an ownership uh, foundation already in place. I guess the the family will be running it. Uh, you know, going oh, forward. No, no, so, no. Get, keep the mafia away from that. That doesn't yeah. sound like a good idea. Fifty years after the Godfather, yeah, the family will, will step in. <laughs> we'll make an offer I can't refuse. <laughs> is there a is there a, a large maf- mafioso contingent in Canada? 
Oh my god. Are yeah. you oh, kidding? Absolutely there is. And they're in Montreal. That's yeah. where they're based out of is Montreal. I'm not kidding. Absolutely yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much wow. so. I never knew. Everybody seems so Google, nice. That when you get a chance, Mark, Google <laughs> Gangland Murders Montreal and settle in for the Google ride. Dino Bravo. Oh fuck right, yeah. Absolutely. Dino Bravo worked for the mob. He was a wrestler, many, wasn't he? Many years. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, if you remember you wrestling from from uh, the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Dino Bravo. Uh, Dino Bravo, actually, for a time, he ran uh, for a time uh, for the Rougeos. He ran Grand Prix wrestling out of Montreal uh, for a long time. But, uh, yeah, he, he had mob connections as well. That The uh, Dark Side of the Ring actually has an episode on that, which you should be able to see on the good old YouTubes as well. Nice. All as right. I said, as I said, it, when you get a chance, you know, just Google, you know, Gangland Murders Montreal and settle in because, you know, it's 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 very interesting, <laughs> eye opening reading. They have great. deep connections to Maybe. the mafia in New York, to the five families, long standing connections. So, yeah. yes, that there makes is, sense. The mafia is definitely in Canada. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm guessing we don't hear about it much because Grand Theft Auto Montreal probably wouldn't sell that much. No. <laughs> Actually, so. they should. I think it'd be a blast, man. Yeah. So <laughs> Especially if you could get a car in those underground malls. Oh, that's GTA, a great point. GTA Belle Provence. There you go. There <laughs> it is. There it is. There it is. That's the one. Uh, but you yeah, better, you like, better copyright that because I guarantee yeah. in a year you'll see that 15, on the shelves and you'll be like, oh, my God, Hank. 15 <laughs> things on the show we should copyright, but we don't have the money to. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Facebook Hockey Show. Um, <laughs> but Eugene Melnick, it, you're, you're right. He was the guy who was out in public just a yeah. lot of people didn't like because his thoughts were kind of just literally from his mind to his mouth and no thinking in between. No filter. Yeah. And I think you see that in a lot of owners where they're on the outside, a lot of people, they're very polarizing. Mm-hmm. Like people kind of either love their moxie or hate it. But yeah. in back in the backstage thing, they do all the right things. They do all the proper things for the people that they, they employ mm-hmm. and go. So, I mean, listen, you know, we're not, I'm not about to sit here and, and, and turn Eugene Melnick into St. Eugene either. I mean, the man, listen, um, the treat, you know, just, <laughs> The treatment of Daniel Alfredson, yeah. uh, that's not once but twice, both as a player and then coming into the front off, that was never handled well. Mm-hmm. And that that's 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 mm-hmm. on Melnick. Um, you know, some of the departures of longstanding players, um, you know, like Eric Carlson, um, that was down in part to to Melnick not being willing to to pay what they were seeking, though in hindsight. You know, smart. considering how Carlson's career has gone since then, that yeah, he saved himself eleven million bucks. So yeah, uh, but they're uh, you know they they've stayed patient with this rebuild they've had on the go. He 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 give give the man credit. I mean, he bought in uh, to doing the the rebuild uh, that they're that they're doing now. Um, he hasn't been in a rush. He hasn't been in a hurry. He's been he's been preaching this thing, and he's been fighting like hell with the city of Ottawa for almost a decade yep. to try and get a downtown arena because their location, as we all know, if, if anybody has ever been to beautiful Canada, 
yeah. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lovely arena, just in the wrong place. It reminds me of the Cap Center back in the day. Great arena, but in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yep, exactly. It's in the wrong place. Um, but he's been trying like hell. It's been what's called the LeBreton um, project because they were building on LeBreton Flats. <laughs> Uh, which is right downtown. I know, in LeBreton Flats, it sounds pretty scuzzy, right? Oh, man, you don't want to go down LeBreton Flats. <laughs> That's oh, like Peaky Jesus. Blinders right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, speaking it? of mafia. <laughs> <laughs> no, Let's put no, that arena no. in LeBreton in Flats. Is, in England, it's gangster. Like, literally gangster. Yeah. <laughs> gangster fries. Not gangsta, gangster. You know, the gangsters, yeah. But anyway. Um... But but you know on the you know you 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 know, you got to look look at uh, you know take the good and the bad of, of of Melnick and there were times when yeah he he could piss people off I mean you know threatening to relocate the team a few years ago because attendance was down well that really rubbed Senators fans the wrong way because the fans were going look the product on the ice is fucking terrible look you're joking the fans hated the fact that the owner threatened to move the team yeah no kidding right? no but kidding I mean, you know but, and but, he and the owner felt some backlash for that Jeez, so yeah but i mean when you're talking about just do it in the middle of the night when you're talking about a team that has faced those threats before let's be let's just say a fan base is is rather sensitive to any hint of relocation, <laughs> to a point, unless you're a Coyotes fan, and then you just you could just call it a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, by that point, you you do reach a point where you become numb. Yes, in the case of Coyotes <laughs> fans, you just become in numb. Yeah, but for others like Islanders fans, like Penguins fans back in the day, Senators fans, yeah, they tend it to gets. get a little edgy, you know, when you hear the threat of relocation. Um, but uh, there's still there can be no denying. I mean, yeah, that the Sens have had some down years, but they had some good years under Melnick as well. I mean, you know, and some good management there too. I mean, give props to the late Brian Murray. I mean, he did a hell of a job for them for a long time. I mean, they, you know, we think back about ten years ago, they started going through. It wasn't a rebuild, but they did sort of like a, a retooling of their roster. They brought in younger players that they already had in their system. Younger players back then was. You know, Eric Carlson was um, uh, Mark Stone, you know, guys like that. Well, Mika Zabinajed, guys like that, right? Uh, but it was just over time, eventually, they wound up having to trade the, a lot of those guys because they couldn't afford to keep them. But, you know, for a while, uh, from around 2014 up to 2017, when they went to the conference final, they were looking like a team that was going to be on the rise that they had something there worth building but then it all very quickly fell apart then they decided but, okay well let's just tear it all down and start again if if the last 15 or 20 years of these relocation threats are you know let, let's take a small sample size here when the penguins were about to be relocated they won a stanley cup within like five years after that now yeah. granted it took like Sidney crosby one of the greatest players of his Malkin. generation to do that, Ten. right? And Evgeny Malkin yeah. and Flurry, right? They had yeah. three out of four number one picks back to back to back and almost back to back. You know, Malkin was essentially a number one pick if Ovechkin wasn't there. He 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 was he had the talent to be a number one overall. It's just yeah. Ovechkin was there. Yeah. So I mean, the Penguins, great team. The Islanders, not quite five years later, maybe a little bit more than five years later, are a great team. They haven't quite gotten to that point yet. The Panthers, 
they were threatened with relocation. Oh, I think yeah. a, a few years back, they're a great team mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it, it, so yeah. that I, I would put your money with, with, between now and I'd say like 2027, 2028 with mm-hmm. the, the senators could be pushing a, another like conference final type team. If they, oh, make, if, if they don't Edmonton it up, they'll be, they'll be just fine. Actually. Yeah. Actually they haven't really Edmonton it up because you know, their, their first round picks have actually been like really, really good. So, you know, well, they just signed another one. Um, mm. with Jake uh, Sand- yeah, yeah Jake that Sanderson. didn't take very long. Yeah, no. I'm Boy, surprised. I'm surprised he waited that long. To I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Because, uh, when they got eliminated, I was thinking, oh, it's a Brock Bester situation where they're going to sign the next day, and then go. So yeah, he actually gave it what less than a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, also, he's also had injury, hand injury. So correct. That's right too. I think that's probably the reason why signing him couldn't so, sign it. That yeah, day. having trouble grabbing your pen. It happens, man. Yeah. You know it happens. Oh, by the way, cast off. Ooh, mazel. Hey, that's scar. That's love a, a lovely mazel. scar. Yeah. yeah. But the work continues. I can this is as far as I can bend it right now. So the work continues. But anyway. So you have yeah, wrist stop. exercises? Hey? You have wrist exercises? Um, I like, will. I haven't seen the physiotherapist yet. Yeah. By by the way, Florida kind of has the same thing as same thing as Ottawa where they're a good team. People just can't fucking come to get it. It's that that's an arena that's very way out of the way. That's true. Yeah, that another one is way out of the way. Because yeah. I'm looking at the average attendance for this season, mm-hmm. and uh, Florida's sitting at 22nd. Yeah, average I mean, yeah. 14,000 people. Now, mine, that's an improvement, I would think. Yeah. I mean, usually yeah. they're down uh, like dead last or pretty damn close. But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's going to take a lot of work though to 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 bring them back. To get to build the 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 the, uh, the the attendance up there, but let's be honest, man. I mean, when that building is full, when they have been in the playoffs, when that building is oh, that building's they pack it and it's loud. So yeah, yeah, they done do good. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, though, yeah, Eugene Melnick. Just to finish off the thought is, you know, his, his legacy will be that he kept the Senators in Ottawa, and they're not going to be moved. Uh, that's the other thing. Guys, immediately after he died, that was one of the first things I saw on Twitter. Was oh my God, they're, who, who's going to move the team? Blah blah blah. They're going to move them to Quebec City. Blah blah blah. And I was like, okay, first of all, if they did move the team, it won't be to Quebec City. It will be heading. It would head south where the larger market is, because that's where the money is, baby. In Houston. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But they're not going to be moving the Senators. They're staying put, so they can put that. And, to rest and Washington already has a team. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But does Baltimore? No. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> they lost their chance in 67. There you go. You can call them. Yeah, move them down there and call them the skipjacks. The yeah. Baltimore Senators. Wait, hold on. Does the Baltimore Arena have more seats than the Carolina than uh, Arizona's new, new arena? Of course it does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. Every freaking arena has, for Christ's sake, my freaking little tiny hometown. (laughs) (laughs) My backyard rink has more than 5,000 seats. So the Baltimore Civic Center built in 1962. Mm -hmm. Um, How many seats do you think it holds for uh, for ice hockey? Ah, yes, but very specific. They they do have that back section they have to tarp off. Because they have concerts. They have concerts with center stage, a concert with end stage setup, uh-huh. basketball setup, hockey, arena football, indoor soccer setup. Um, so this was born, born uh, happened in 62. 
They were all primed to get a NH, uh, bid for an NHL team, but they lost out to St. Louis mm-hmm. and almost got the team when St. Louis's ownership almost didn't come up with the monies. So how much do you think the uh, Baltimore Civic Center, Baltimore Arena, First Mariner Arena, Royal Farms Arena? <laughs> so Lyle, Lyle is at a bit of a disadvantage here because all three of us have been no, to this arena before. He's not in any type of disadvantage. Nope, because absolutely not. You have to remember the last time that we were there, we were eight. So that arena was You were there for the cast. Garth Brooks. Oh, and we were there true. for Garth Brooks. That's Hell yeah. True. That's true. All right. So, so I won't Johnny, hold that against you, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny will go. We'll let Lyle. Oh, I, even, so I went can... there this year. I was there for uh, the um, the uh, what's the truck? Monster trucks. Oh, that's right. You were. So you. So we'll get let you go first, and then Lyle will go last, so he knows what he's estimating here. So okay. Johnny, go ahead. <laughs> so I have a feeling that for hockey, it's at like thirteen five. Thirteen five, Johnny. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious right now? 13, you don't realize people. how straight up the upper deck goes, Mark. 13,000 people. Get out right, of here, well, I'm going 7-5. All right, 7-5 for Mark. Lyle, you that got to I didn't help now. Lyle out at all. Jesus, there's a disparity. 7,500 fans compared to... Split the difference, Lyle. You'll probably win. Well, what is Capital <laughs> One? Oh, that's 19... 19- Something nineteen five. What did, okay, what did you say it was Johnny again? What was what you what did you say? Thirteen five is gonna. It's thirteen five is very high. Just letting you know. Thirteen five for Johnny. If Capital that, One's nineteen, seven five probably for high. That's okay. Only, I'm 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 gonna that's say only a six thousand seat difference. Okay, I'm gonna say eleven uh, seven. Uh, by the way, Capital uh the okay, hold on, I have to see what the hockey is for. Capital so one, just know. from while he looks that up, from a simple geometry standpoint, John, <laughs> there's an ex. First of all, there's an extra layer up top, and this and that o- that oval is much bigger. That's what I, uh, at I, Capital I, One I, Arena, and well, there's so probably for, what I forgot was that there's only two. Uh, yeah, there's two, two sections. T- yeah, in, two uh, tiers. Baltimore Arena. Two tiers in Baltimore Arena. There's three technically at Cap at Cap One. Well, the middle tier is a joke tier. Cap, just all Cap the club one, seats. By the way, Cap One Arena has eighteen five seven three for hockey. Oh, then thirteen's way high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I say so, Mark's probably closer with his seven and a half. So Johnny Johnny says thirteen and a half. Mark says seven and a half. Lyle what's the difference with eleven and a half, correct, Lyle? Correct. All right. So uh the winner and still world champion, uh Mr. Lyle Richardson. Hey, yep. Uh, the correct answer, 11286. Wow. So I wasn't that close. I was closer than you. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I must just be remembering the amount of people that were at that Caps game at Baltimore. Yes, that's probably more like it. So so let's, let's, let's do this with Lyle. So this was from a couple years ago, Lyle, mind you. This doesn't look as spiffy as it does now. So here is, uh, the Baltimore arena with football. Football. The Baltimore yeah. Blast. Yeah, that's the Baltimore Blast. Yep. And then, there, so there's this open concert area here, mm-hmm. and this back wall, which we're facing right here on the uh, this side here, there's no seats for like the oh. level here on this back end. Yeah, in that corner. It's okay. literally just like a walkway. I'm, mm. I'm going, uh, I'll be here. Oh, no, I'm not going to be here. I thought I was, that is a terrible picture. That's a cell phone picture. What the yeah, fuck? Take it from a potato. Wait, <laughs> they, didn't have, 
Hold on. They didn't have glass in front of these people here? What they the did fuck? not. No. So no. there was a period of time where the MISL didn't have glass that went all the way around the ring or mm -hmm. around the, uh, the surface. So you could actually, if you kick the ball down in that corner, it would bounce and go into the stands like Jeez. all the time. Mm. Terrible. That is a, that's a much more recent photo of uh, Royal Farms. Actually. 26. Well, there you go. 2016. Scotty just zoomed in on it. Yeah. That's a much more recent photo because uh, that's not the 80s. The yeah. 80s Baltimore Blast, this place would be packed. Uh, yeah, 20 but keep in mind, in 2016, hadn't they won like five straight MISL championships? They did, but there were only six teams in the whole <laughs> yeah. league. So it was effectively like you won one playoff round and you were in the finals. Yeah. So Baltimore Arena, look at him go. Ah, subbing on the fly. I fucking love indoor soccer. That's great. <laughs> I played uh, when I was good at soccer. I played with some of the guys that played for the Blast. So this, so this write up yeah. was written. Hovacker. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So he played in uh, Philly, though. Yeah. He didn't play for the Dust. Oh. Story. There you go. You've done it. Uh, Baltimore Arena, we get it. Um, Lyle, it's college free agency signing spree. Uh, spree. Hyped up for this. There's not one player that is that hyped up for coming out of college this year, which is <laughs> shocking because there's at least a couple. So the Hobie Baker Award winner isn't available. Like I feel like every year the Hobie Baker Award winner is a free agent. Well, they haven't announced it yet. They no. still okay getting down. So the, he's still he's still there. Could be post hype. Yeah, there could be because I think there's a one there's one UMass kid, um, Abarizi, who is. Uh, mm sought yeah. after uh, one of your fellow uh people johnny and mark part of the mafia uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> one of your people one of your, people. One of your folk one of your people <laughs> yeah nick nick uh abrizi uh from from Harvard. Harvard. Oh, oh, oh sorry he signed with the maple Leafs. So he's not sought after anymore. He's exactly. Fucked up. Well, I was going to say when you said most sought after, and I thought, wait a minute, not the kid. He still has a chance. Yesterday? Was it yesterday or Monday? Yesterday. Um, four days ago. So whenever four that days. was. Jesus shows Saturday? up. Saturday? <clears throat> yeah, he's not, he's not on the college hockey, uh, college hockey news list for early departure because he was a junior, so he shouldn't be on here, but whatever. <laughs> um, couple other early departures. Mark McLaughlin from Boston College. Wrong! Um... <laughs> Declan Carlisle of Merrimack, uh, Brandon Scanlon of Omaha, which I who I saw a lot of, and that kid's got a he, he is a good player. I really like him. And Ryan Fanty, yeah, uh, from the Minnesota Duluth, going to Edmonton because they need a goalie. Even though he yeah. did score on himself off of a shot that went off the back wall last week. Fucked, yeah. Well, hey, uh, guess what? So did so did Kevin Lankin and. Uh, yeah, so he's, yeah, even the pros can yeah make that make that boo boo. I think it's time to make the wall softer. I want to take this bank shot Nerf out. walls. This is bullshit. <laughs> we need nerf walls. It's just like the puck, like, instead of rimming around the back, it, like, sucks into it and then, like, slowly goes behind the goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's the thing with some, some, as they said, I mean, if you, if you talk around the league, I mean, yeah, there are some, some boards are livelier than others. I mean, like, in, in the Bell Center, I mean, the players, the Habs, they practice like bang shots off the end boards to, to pick up rebounds because they'll come flying off those end boards out front of the net. So there are, yeah, some, some arenas that the boards are livelier than this others. This is just changing the game. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Dryden McKay, when he uh, when he leaves, he's going to be sought after. But he's also a senior. He's good. Uh, he is real good. He's also 24. So I think uh, that's a lot, too. A senior, senior. Yeah. yeah. Senior, senior. Like, he's one of the kids who <laughs> all four years a junior and then went to college at 20. So, yeah, yeah he's go. good. <laughs> oh. Oh, geez. Here I was thinking, oh, he 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 got his, you know, he, he got his... Uh, his basic, and then went for his master's degree, and that's no. why he's twenty-four. No, no, no. Okay, no. he no finished, dice. played all four years of junior, and then went this year. Lyle, his record so far, because Minnesota State's still in it, thirty-seven and four, with that's a impressive. one twenty-eight goals against and a nine thirty-two save percentage. And what you say his first name was again? It's uh, Dryden, and it there is. There you go. After. That's why he's doing and so damn he, well. He in was that. named after. Uh, when you're named for a legend. <laughs> there you go. Um, he's down this year in shutouts. Uh, he only had two shutouts this year. After the past two seasons, he had 10 each year. Jesus. So he's down a bit. Yeah. A yeah. bit. Getting a little lazy, getting a little slack in his you know, final he's year. He's a senior, Lyle. He can't. Yeah. yeah, he's old now. He's like he's old now. He's an old man at 24. Yeah. Uh, other, <laughs> other, um, nominees for the Hobie Baker, Brian Holen of, uh, Michigan Tech. No chance. Ivan Panetz of uh, Quinnipiac, nope. Ben Myers from Minnesota, eh. Matty Beneers from Michigan, possible. Mm. Nate Smith from Minnesota State. Luke Hughes, who has had a solid uh, postseason and full season as well from mm. Michigan. Bobby, Bob, there, there's the guy, Bobby Trevagno of uh, UMass, <coughs> one of the, the captain of the team, another going to be a big free agent when he uh, wants to be. Bobby Brink. Who is actually a nephew of the well of one of the guys who's in the UND press box? So it's a Flyers uh, pick, I believe. Yep. Yeah. And he's probably going to stay another year for his senior year. And uh, mm-hmm. Devin Levi from Northeastern, who is a Buffalo Sabres. Yes, uh, original property of uh, the Florida Panthers. He was part of this, yep. the uh, the Reinhardt trade last summer. Yeah. Yep. So he is, uh, and he, odds are he'll probably stay another year because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to deal with that. Sh- and, and his backup just left too. His backup just went to the transfer portal. So, um, he's like, well, I got to stay now. There's no goal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's the Hobie 10. Not, a, and again, like I said, aside from Trevagno, it's not really many other hyped up. It's no real kind of standouts there compared to, to some years. Is there? No, it's kind of just hanging out, having a fun time. They're like, Hey, this is cool. Right. Let's go. <laughs> uh, where the hell is Northeastern? And they still have this kid on the roster. What their backup goalie's name is? Because it was some yeah. So the backup goalie for Devin Levi, not only is Evan Fear, which is a great name, um, but the freshman who was supposed to be there, uh, T.J. Semtefelchner. Wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> Look that up on okay. Urban Dictionary. Right. S e m p t i m p h e l t e r. Sem- so it's it's, it's a mouthful of consonants. Is what yeah, you're exactly. Me. Yeah. Shem, sem, 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 send them away. We don't need them anymore. <laughs> but they, uh, so there you go. We've done that. College Very quickly, college. previous Hobie Baker Memorial Award winners in recent years. Uh, last year's winner, of course, uh, Cole Caulfield in Montreal, who has who? rediscovered his game. Gold Caulfield in Montreal. Cole <laughs> Caulfield. Imagine that. You let yeah. the kid show personality. He's got a game. I know, right? I read that Impressive. today, too. I was like, what a fucking shit show that was. That was typical kind of Montreal in the final years there under Bergevin. That, that, was, that was the scene Stamkos campaign in Tampa Bay. Many. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, others include uh, Kale McCarr, 
Uh, to do Jack Eichel. Yep. And uh, Johnny Goudreau. Yep. Those are the more uh, recent ones. You have to go way, 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 way back to 2001 and Ryan Miller to find a, uh, a more another more notable name after that. Yeah, because fuck Jordan Leopold, right? Fuck, fuck yeah, exactly. Defense. Fuck a defense <laughs> as well. But I'm talking like really, really notable. Okay, really notable. I think Jordan Leopold had a better... Jordan Leopold had a fine career, but he was Jordan no Ryan Le- Miller. Leopold went to more Stanley Cup finals than Ryan Miller. There is that, yes. Thank you. There Thank is you. that. I will concede that point. Thanks. Uh, after Ryan Miller, uh, Chris Drury. Now yeah. the general manager of your New York Rangers, but also went to a Stanley Cup with your Colorado Avalanche in 2001. Sure did. Yes, he did. And then, of course, in 93, Paul Correa. Uh-huh. Was Paul Korea the greatest Hobie Baker Award winner to reach the to 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 make it to the NHL, like to go on to NHL star? I think he was the biggest, probably the, the biggest, biggest star. star. Yeah. Became- what about uh, what about George McPhee? George McPhee's a big star. Um, George McPhee, massive Hobie Baker winner at uh, at um, Bowling Green. Yeah. Great NHL career. I guess it really depends on how you how you define like what do you need your playing career playing career oh uh, playing career hey Tony Herkus is there too the Herkus Circus come on yeah that was that was that was great for Collis and he got to the pros and kind of got lost a little bit (laughs) Uh, it happens I know he just had a great name I always liked it Tony Herkus the Herkus Circus yeah that was that was what they called that championship team and fuck they were good. Uh, apparently, I don't know. That's all the all the old people say at the diner. <laughs> That's all well before your time. That's what they say at the diner. Yeah, fucking that fucking eighty-seven team. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Whole lot of. Hey, fuck what's this I hear about? They're shutting down the Denny's in your town. Yeah, no, the Denny's. They raised the rent uh, of the land, and the Denny's people are just like fuck that. Um, so now it's coming. It's it, we have we have currently in the Grand Forks area, um, like five banks under construction. This will be the sixth. <laughs> Um, this town is turning into a hockey arena and banks and car washes, and that's it. Wow. <laughs> it's just the fucking disgrace. Speaking of mafia. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 um, okay. To answer your question, I think for right now, Paul Korea is, but I mean, yeah. the, re- the recent... I mean, Kale McCarr is making a case already. Oh, yeah, time. my God. Yeah, I, I think Kale McCarr is poised to uh, to take over the mantle. Yeah. Yeah. Then you look at all these other guys who won it, and you're just like, what hat? Like, Peter Senjo was one of the, he was mm. one of the bigger ones that came out of there. He was a blues. Wasn't he the one who went to the blues? Yeah. Like, he was right afterwards and had, like, a really good, like, three weeks. Yeah. 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 That's about the size of it. Yeah. Really good three right. weeks. And then it just. Maddie Gilroy, another one that's so I'm, much yeah. didn't come. Oh yeah. Oh, what about Jimmy VC for heaven's sake? I mean, good God, a few Jimmy years VC. ago, a his few years ago, <laughs> like his was he was he attracted more attention as a free agent than the unrestricted free agents from the NHL that particular summer. It was all VC all the time, right? You know, and it, like his, his rates got traded twice and the teams had him couldn't sign him. And, you know, it was this whole big deal. And he signs with the Rangers and it just, mm. you know. Same with Will Butcher. Will Butcher was one Another guy, one. That, you know, they were just like, yeah, let's get him. We need a defenseman. Hell yeah. He can move the puck. Let's go. Yeah, the Devils, wasn't it? Uh, was it with the Devils like, he started? 
selected by the Avs, and then he went to the Devils a part of uh, right. Season, so yeah. There we go. Yeah, he had a promising first season, as I recall. Oh no, that's that's what happened. Is is he was selected by the the Avalanche, right? But then he walked away from their contract mm. and became a free agent. Oh, that became a really dumb move. Yeah. Yeah. So, oops. Now he's you know, with, now he's yeah he's just hanging out in the devil. Sometimes when you bet on yourself, <laughs> you're a fool. <laughs> you're a mobile mobile uh, betting truck. Mobile battle truck. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Lyle, what's this about a playoff salary cap, and how can we make this happen? Oh, oh God! Make, can we please make this happen? I want this to happen so bad. Well, if it's Lyle, happen- I am horny for a fucking salary cap in the postseason. You get horny when the wind blows. Shut up. All the wind, all the time, right on my nuts. There you go. Um. Okay. Well, first of all, you're not going to see a, a playoff salary cap until at least 2026 at the earliest, because this is a CBA issue, baby. It has to be part of collective bargaining because there is no. Is this way my to... CBA issue? <clears throat> oh, it's absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Put that on right that's now. That's your. That's your. That's your salary masking hat. There you go. Yes. Mass that that's mass that eighteen million dollars on LTIR. I love that. Man. There we go. <laughs> Playoff salary cap hat. Yes, absolutely. Woo. Um, I should wear yeah. this to the eight because it, it it requires. It might the think approval. of Excalibur. Well, first, yeah, it it would re- if if the uh, if the league pushed for it, it would require the approval of the NHLPA, and I can tell you right now, the NHLPA, it will be a big fat no. No, 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 no. Um, it was it interesting Joe about takes out the luchador mask. <laughs> These are not made for Italians. <laughs> oh dear, they're made for brown people from south of the border. It's true. Yes, I do appreciate that. I have a full-on luchador mask next to me, though. <laughs> it is. It is pretty <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> it's got. It's got the tie-up back and everything. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Well, he kind of sort of has to. I mean, it would be that would not fit very well, easily. Well, they have latex. They have the ones that stretch. Yeah, yeah but they're not as good as as those. That's that's like I consider that a genuine. This is a genuine luchador. Genuine luchador. That is genuine right there. You got the tops in the back, son. That's a genuine original. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, what's interesting about with the whole LTIR thing is it's it's a a, a handful of general managers who, while they're not necessarily upset by it, they don't want there to be any kind of perception of uh, impropriety going on, um, because uh, apparently the league has no issue with this at all. The NHL has no or problem with it at all. They don't. Um, the issue apparently was was uh, raised about, well, you know, how does it look with the Golden Knights, you know, constantly putting guys in LTIR and then using savings to bring in people and blah, blah, blah. But as the league told everybody and as was, you know, TSN and others reported yesterday, the Golden Knights have been completely above board and transparent throughout this whole thing, just like the Lightning were last year with Nikita Kucherov. And this is something that it, it I have to agree with the league on this, where they say that this this is not an issue for the teams 
It's not an issue for the league. It's more of a perception thing, especially in the media and for fans. Because what's the ongoing? Well, I'll tell you. This is how much LPIR has become a thing with with some hockey fans, especially on hockey Twitter. The minute somebody goes on LTIR, you see inevitably we'll see this meme come up. Uh, you know about uh, some you know some childhood some childhood story storybook character. He's a turtle, and it's like. Franklin goes on LTIR, you know, some kind of nonsense like that. Dude, memes are weird. I know. <laughs> they only make sense to the people who create them. They, but that's, that's the automatic thing that people leap to. It's like, oh, yeah, they're cheating, they're cheating. They put him on LTIR so they can sign this guy, bring this guy in. And it's like, first of all, the guy they put on LTIR, they would rather have him healthy and fucking playing. The Vegas yeah. Golden Knights would rather have Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, uh, you know, and Alex Martinez healthy throughout the entire season than to have had them sidelined for as long as they have because that's why they're in fucking danger of missing the playoffs right now. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like, so if a team was doing this on purpose, hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically. And then they don't make the playoffs, yeah. like the Golden Knights are trending to occur. Yeah, like isn't that just enough for GMs to be like, you know, we should probably rein this in. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. Yeah, but you got to play percentages. We're talking analytics here. Yeah. If most of the time it works, you're gonna do it. It's it's like uh, you know the John Harbaugh and the Ravens. They always go for it on fourth fourth down because the the little sheet and the numbers say that most of the time it works. Well, most of the time could be like. Just a little over half. But the, the thing time. is, nobody is doing this deliberately to gain a competitive advantage. Except it's the mafia. In, it's written <laughs> except for the mafia. No, but it, I mean, it's written into the rules. Every team can take can use that to their advantage legally. There is nothing wrong with it. But some like listen, there there have been things that have been like you know legalized ways of, of salary cap circumvention or like back in the day when teams used to bury players in the minors mm -hmm. to get cap space. I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah, like I was definitely on board with the, yeah, they need to rein that Waivers. in. They need to get yeah. rid of that shit, yeah. But this whole, the whole LTIR thing, it's, I don't consider that, I'm with the league and I have been for a while. There's no issue here. There, This is not an issue. The injured player... As I said, like Patrick Kane back in 2015, the Blackhawks would rather have had Patrick Kane healthy for the rest of that year. Yes, they got the cap space. They brought in some extra players. Kane came back healthy, and they went on and won the Stanley Cup. There was no guarantee they were going to do that. Last year with Kucherov, there was no guarantee that the, the Tampa Bay Lightning was going to be able to go on to the Stanley Cup final. They would much rather have had Kucherov in the lineup throughout the entire season. And when you look at the players that they actually brought in with the cap savings that they got, these guys were not big name guys. David Savard, right? <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm sorry, but the guys they brought in, they were they were marginal depth players on that team on their cup run. It's not like they went out and got themselves. Uh, you know, a, 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 like a top pairing defenseman or got themselves a, a, a winger of, of comparable talent to uh, Kucherov, who just happened to be maybe a, a little more affordable. Could That's they, not what happened here. Couldn't they just make a rule or something that said that if a player was on LTIR at the end of the season, they can't play in the first round? No, no. 
Oh, like why? if that's yeah, if that's not, really it if, is not fair to the player, you are making it sound because uh, listen, this is how the NHLPA will come back to you on this. They will tell you it is not fair to the player. He didn't ask to get injured. He didn't ask to be sidelined for as long as he was. And now you're punishing him because his team put him on LTIR strictly for cap purposes. Yes. No. <laughs> so that will never fly with the NHLPA. I, I think not we, getting paid in the playoffs anyway. So well, I, yeah, I think we debated this last year or maybe the year before with Kucherov. I, the, I and I know you disagree with me with this one on Lyle, and that's oh, fine. But there needs to be – I get that there's no – the players don't get paid in the playoffs. Therefore, salary cap's out the window. Well, guess what? Salary cap is a fake number anyway because <laughs> it's an average of the player's salary or you don't count bonuses or whatever, whatever, right? The player's mm-hmm. actual salary does mm-hmm. not translate to the salary cap. Considering it's a fake number anyway, make another fake number for the playoffs. Bump it up because you have black aces that you're bringing up. The rosters, the rosters expand. Just up it by like twenty percent, and you still have to fall in line with the salary cap. But see again, you will never be able to get the NHLPA to sign off on that because they will say you are punishing that player for for the sin of okay. getting injured. You're not well, punishing you the player. If the player is coming back, then the team has to figure out a way to make his salary fit back into that bumped up salary cap structure. They can bring up more minor league players, well, whatever it is. Deal, but yeah. the fact is if he comes back during the playoffs and they had made it like with the Kutros, they 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 replaced his salary with trade deadline acquisitions, right? Barely. And they made and they made Barely. and they made that, but they made that team way better. No, no, they you did don't think so? Not. Okay. We'll no see. way did right. not. They the, the, could have gone through the entire playoff run without David Savard. It would okay, not have fucking mattered. The argument the argument here is they could replace a superstar's salary with a lot of other players' salaries, right, to fill in that LTIR void and then bring back the superstar for the playoffs, right? So here, my With my structure here, that would not be... They would have to shuffle things around like Mark to on make a platform. that happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, listen... Under my get, administration, the salary cap is not real! Look, so if get, we bring Mark... those first-rounders go and they will not play! Bully! <laughs> if we well, bring Mark's... Mark's thought back in, though. We can bring the mobile betting truck down, and we can let them play roulette. They have a 50... Well, they've got a 48 2% chance of of uh, being able to play in the first round. They have to put their salary on the line. And Small Joe knows he can't beat me! Um. <laughs> but but I, I tell you right now, all of this, though, because... because and, and Mark, listen, I, I respect your opinion. I, you know, I understand where you're coming from. And to a small, truck. small degree for the NHL general managers who have tabled this and are kind of a little grumbly about it. <clears throat> Ken Holland, Edmonton. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the fact of the matter is every NHL team can do this. I will bet you, I will bet you a thousand fucking bucks, American. That if next year, if if Connor McDavid, heaven forbid, if Connor McDavid got injured and had to go on LTIR for the rest of the season, how fast do you think Ken Holland will act to replace him through trades and free agent signings? 
And then, oh, they make the playoffs and Connor comes back. Oh, well, Ken Holland just shrug and say, oh, it's okay for the Golden Knights and okay for the Lightning. Well, it's okay for the Oilers. Exactly, Kenny. So don't see that's the whole thing that pisses me off about that. That is absolute fucking bullshit what he's doing. He's just being a whiny little bitch because, oh, fuck. He's old. Oh, this team is doing this, and I don't think that's right. Harumph, harumph. Well, guess what? Either you weren't bright enough to think of it your own fucking damn self years ago when you were running the Red Wings when they were a Stanley Cup contender, or, you know, you either weren't smart enough to think of it about yourself or you're just bitching for other than just to bitch because – Quite honestly, you haven't done a great job with your team. You got there right now, there, Kenny. This is and like I'm a tour. Saying it, Oilers fans are saying it too. There is nothing wrong with the system the way that it is. It is a perceptional thing, and that is all. Okay, it's just so there, a, how it looks. There is a rhetorical question I think that we don't have to answer because we could probably move on to something else. But is there a tipping point? Like, is there a time where the NHL is like, okay, this has gone too far? No, no. And I'm, I'm not just honest to God. No. You could have a dozen teams doing this because injuries happen. Okay? You bake this into the LT Because here's the thing. The owners wanted this. This is part of their creation of their beautiful CBA they love so much and hold so dear. They wanted LTIR so they could have flexibility if guys got hurt, that they therefore wouldn't be handcuffed by the salary cap, unable to replace that player adequately. Okay? That's the whole reason behind it. And if it happens to be that that player then comes back in time for the playoffs and you've got these when the salary cap no longer matters and you've got two or three extra players on your team as a result. Well, so be it. It's only just, this thing has not happened a lot. It only happened twice. The first time that it happened was Chicago in 2015 and people barely mentioned it. One of the teams that mentioned it, Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> I think we also mentioned it, too. Yeah, we barely touched on that. It was okay. a bit for like two or three years that somebody was going to get hurt and, and come back yeah. in the playoffs because yeah, the Penguins did it again. for a while. But it was the Tampa Bay Lightning who originally raised concern about that in 2015, the Lightning being the team that got eliminated in the Stanley Cup final by the Chicago Blackhawks that year. But yet, fast forward six years later, and they were able to take advantage of that. Are, so are we seeing... Karma came around. It was all good. So we're talking about the 21 season, right? We're not talking mm-hmm. about 2020, right? The, the bubble season, correct? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Do you know how many trades the Tampa Bay Lightning made in the 21 season? How many trades they made? Yes. Ah, well, let's see. Uh, well, they did the Gabrick deal before. Before the uh, season began, that was pretty much almost right after Kucherov got put on LTIR for the season. I'm glad we have somebody that knows trades. Uh, they brought in Savard. They... Who else? There's a couple more they did. Nope. That's it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't. Didn't they do a couple I other moves? I looking at the transaction page. Okay, no. The okay. Savard deal on April 5th was the only trade that they made. Mm-hmm. In the 21 season. There you go. Oh. Because, that, yeah, that, because, that, Gu- because Goudreau and, and Coleman were done the year before. Right. Yeah. 
That is. A I, I thought they did a couple of. I thought they brought in one or two other minor players, but yeah, no, I definitely remember. All those came in through recalls from minor leagues. Oh, okay, okay. But, so one trade for David Savard. Yeah. And and people are losing their shit because oh Kucherov came back and you play. I did well. Yeah, that fucking happens, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it happens. It used to happen back in the day. You know, before we had a salary cap. It didn't happen often, but it did happen. You know, ask the Boston Bruins about Bobby Orr, for God's sake. Oh, they'll, right? they, they don't even have to ask him. They'll just tell you about him. Yeah. But <laughs> the bottom line here is this has become, it got blown up. I bet an Orioles game. Yeah. But this got blown up by the media. It got blown up by, by some by fans on Twitter. Again, it's Twitter. This isn't something, this isn't something that, oh, people can just do it for, for shits and giggles, you know? They have to prove to the league that that player has to be on LTIR. If he gets, if he is medically cleared to play, then that's it. Okay. All this talk about oh, Mark Stone is going to be on uh, LTIR to the end of the season. Looks like the uh, the Golden Knights are are pulling a Kucherov. Uh, I believe they're trying to get Mark Stone back into the lineup, and that was the whole point of the Dadanoff trade last week that got shit canned. Because people can't read uh, the that fine print awesome. about uh, yeah about no trade clauses, so that's still my best trade in NHL oh, history. Oh man, I, think. I know, right? It's Nobody quickly become that. my best trade in NHL history. And because and because of that, oh, that's one thing that's coming out of the general manager meetings now. They they have universally agreed we will file the no trade list with central registry with the PA. Oh, and we're going to build a database too, so everybody can see these fucking things. Weird, like Microsoft <laughs> Access didn't come out. All right. Uh, by the way, speaking of salary cap, up to I have eighty one five. It should be eighty two five. <laughs> Yeah, a whole mill. Hey, Woo. million bucks is a million bucks, baby. I'm not gonna, not gonna fucking. Well, yeah. And for anybody who's wondering when we might see the salary cap jump up uh, by more than that, 2025. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be take a while. It's gonna take a while for the players to pay back that debt they owe to the owner. So 20. We might have another pandemic by then. Oh, don't say that. What makes you think that this one's gonna be over by then, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> Going to edemic phase. It's a virtual demics. Mm. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, also we I I I, I feel bad because I missed the NCAA bowling selection show. Oh, uh, this oh. year's bowling, uh, unfortunate for the uh, National Collegiate Women's Bowling Championships softballs. So yep, it's going to be great. Uh, Mount St. Mary's in it this year, as nice. well as Bowie State. So mm. Mount presented well uh, with Bowie State and Mount St. Mary's. Uh, Bowie State, I think, winning their sixth consecutive uh, CIA championship uh, this year. So congratulations. That's, that's Baltimore Blast type dominance. Right, that is, that is Baltimore Blast. <laughs> You're at without Baltimore the Blast. Without the extra glass. <laughs> throughout, the, uh, throughout the arena. <laughs> throughout the, the Bowie bowling alley. Uh, all right, let's get to the Pickums. Lyle blew us out of the water in this one. Uh-oh. Yeah. 18 uh, to Mark's nine to Johnny's seven to my six. As we get to the frozen four, we will pick our teams this week, even though it's not for another week. <laughs> um, for the year, regular season, Lyle 228. I got 194. Johnny's picking last because he had 133. <laughs> so Mark is picking third in this one. Let's look at the NCAA. 
men's frozen for Let's the go. three of four number one seeds advanced. The only number there was one some good seed, hockey past weekend. There though. was the only number one seed not advancing is Western Michigan, um, which sucks because I think they would have played Michigan in, earlier this year. Michigan <laughs> ducked Western Michigan in the invitation in the uh, Great Lakes invitation. <clears throat> Because they're like, we don't have enough players, even though we played the day before and we had extra skaters. <laughs> um, all right. So the first matchup, Denver at 29-9. and nine. Uh, They will take on Michigan at 31-9. and nine. We all know Michigan has is a dominant force, has a ton of top uh, blue chippers. Uh, Denver has a, a lot of fifth-year seniors, a lot of upperclassmen in this one. Uh, the second matchup, uh, Minnesota State Mankato, 37-5. The overall number one seed and the Minnesota Golden Gophers, 26 uh, and 12. And they won the Big Ten this year over the uh, Michigan Wolverines. Lyle, you have the teams, you have the results, you have the records. Now it's time to get there's a time. Time for talk is over. Now mm. time for the main event. <sighs> ding, ding, ding. That's good. Ding, ding, ding. We had Minnesota, the State, Minnesota, Denver. Michigan, who you got, Lyle? Uh, I always fuck this up. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go with Michigan. Let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna go with Michigan. All right. I'm All right. Gonna trust my gut, which always leads me astray, but I'm gonna go with Michigan. I I will go Minnesota State. I will go Min- purple Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota State. Minnesota. State. All right, Mark. You have a big decision to make. You have either Minnesota or Denver, and Johnny gets the Ooh, last one. That's true. See, so here's the thing. I, right. a, I feel a personal connection yeah. to Denver. Okay. I've been to both Denver and Bay? Minnesota because we okay. went to Minnesota for the draft. My personal connection to Minnesota involves Lyle. Uh, true. We, bet we went. That's that's. I think that's believe true. the first time was it? No, that wasn't the first time. It was the second time. The second time. Yeah, yeah because met. we met him in that mafia invested town of Montreal. Uh, Montreal. That's right. That's where we first met. <laughs> yep. Glorious Montreal. Yes. Yep. I'm torn. All right. Uh, okay, Natalie uh, and Bruce. Yeah. We all Gotcha, bitch. All right. I'm going Denver. You can take Minnesota. All right. You know what? John can get touched and assaulted by Dan, D- Dale Hunter in Minnesota, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Right. <laughs> what I'll is stay safe in Denver. To Denver. I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued now. I know a number of people that live in Denver, uh, <laughs> including Steve-O that lived there for many years. I went and visited him a few times while he lived out there. So. Okay. Technically Boulder, but, you know, I had to fly into Denver. So Yeah. Well, Den- Everybody Denver, does. Denver's airport's not technically in Denver. It's like 45 minutes away. Mm. All right, so it'll be a matchup between uh, me and Johnny to start off. Minnesota State, Minnesota. Mark yep. has Denver. He will take on Lyle in Michigan. All Let's go 200 points. 5 p.m. Yes. Eastern time on ESPN2, April 7th. You have to hear the dulcet sounds of John Butchergrass, so I apologize. Shut! Shut! <laughs> Barry Melrose is just there. Oh, you know, college was the thing. All right, thanks, Barry. You're fucking adding just everything to it. <laughs> Shot. He's in his own defensive zone. You fuck. <laughs> God, I hate. I hate that ESPN is now back in hockey. This is bullshit. <laughs> Fucking hate it. God, Jeez. so much better when it was OLN. <laughs> God, I I want the fish racing. <laughs> back to fish racing. 
back to fish racing. Back to fish racing. God damn it. Um. All right. Let's see here. Let's get a little. Let's get a quick ha ha few in here. Yeah. Right? Let's let's do that. We're, we're ramping up. By here. the way, Lyle, before you head out right after ha ha fuck you, congratulations on Canada making the World Cup. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, I did not realize Canada... the last time was 1986. The I, do. <laughs> I do. That was the first time, and that was just like, yay! And then it was just, Canada's coming on! There's going to be World Cups, and there was. It just, we had to wait. I actually what, saw their kits from years. 1986, though. The shorts were very short. That was probably the Oh, reason. my lord, I know. <laughs> yeah, the shorts, and yeah, it, it's always it's always a bit disturbing watching uh, footy uh, coverage from the 80s on, on YouTube because the shorts are just, yeah, shockingly, shockingly short. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Who cares? They're, they're, they're not far off from being, uh, you know, jo- you know, Joe Namath uh, slingshot briefs. You know, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm trying to look here. Something. All right. So we're going to. We're going to get some good vision on this one. Uh oh. Not really. 2019. Uh-oh. So we're almost close to the clear vision. Ah. 2019. We're going to the Pepsi Center. We're gonna have our fun time with Colorado. We're gonna have Colorado. a fun time with Cal- Calgary, Colorado. First game of the season. So before the trade deadline. Uh, before the trade. Though. Before Game the trade. Right. Two hours, 40 minutes. All right. So let's see what you got. 2019. Oh, 2019. 2019. You shouldn't be too bad. Avalanche. Mark, go ahead. Start us off. Don't you dare mess it. 2019 Evs. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, damn. Oh, come on. I know. I know. I know. I wasn't. I wasn't prepared for the 2019. For 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it's too recent. It's too recent. <laughs> 2009. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I know that that Captain Avalanche was there. <laughs> Captain Avalanche. But for some reason, I'm blanking on the, the, the mother. Captain, the goddamn name. Like, no, Captain wrestling. Avalanche was actually their uh, guardian. Yeah. At least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, All right, they just do screw it. it. Give me Varlamov. All right, Varlamov, not there. Sorry. Oh. Uh, 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 Johnny. Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon's on the board. Lyle. I'm going to go with the pride of my old hometown of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, and, uh, Ryan Graves. Ryan Graves on the board. Mark, back to you. Choose yeah. the other Caps goalie. <laughs> yeah, was Grubauer there? Grubauer's on the board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a big giant hit. Who's <laughs> the other cat's goalie? Johnny. Gabriel Landeskog. Gabe. That's the guy Mark was thinking of. Gabe Landeskog. <laughs> Lyle. Yeah, I'm gonna shift gears. Head over to the Flames. Uh, Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau on the board. Mark. Mark Giordano. Mark Giordano's on that ball. Nice. There you nice. go. Johnny? Yep. Yep. Uh, Sean Monahan. Sean Monahan's on that. Just that ball. easy. Lyle? Matthew Kachuk. On that ball. On the ball. On the ball. Right back to Mark. Jesus, this is going so fast. You guys got to slow down. I got no time. <laughs> She said, "It's just too early." I don't know. Maybe not. Give me a, uh, give me a Kale McCarr. 
Campbell Carr on the board. Hey, there I you thought go. it was too early, but that was probably his rookie year. First regular season game. Yes, yeah. that's right. Because he had played in the playoffs the previous year. Uh, you are correct, sir. Great work. Yeah, Johnny? Um, uh-oh. Huh? I think I just went blank. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be bad. Uh, bro. Uh... Nope, that guy was not there. I have no idea who the Flames goalie is, by the way. Okay. Um, wow, Flames yeah. goalie. Yeah, kids. This is this is real bad. I was like, I was all in it like eight seconds ago, and then my <laughs> brain was like, "Ha, ah, Memento! Remember that movie?" Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Actually, it's a great man. Uh, <coughs> Nazem Kadri. On the board now. There's your lifesaver oh, right there. Jeez, yeah. well, I did not know he was on that team. All right, uh, good guess, uh, Lyle. All right, uh, Scotty, uh, show me Elias Lindholm. Elias Lindholm, one assist in 30 shifts. Go on, on the board. On that board, yes. Mark. Yes, yes, yes. Oh no. Yes. See, this is this is the problem. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch a lot of <laughs> hockey in 2019. That's <laughs> West Coast hockey. Which kid are you gonna West blame it on? Especially yeah. not West Coast. I mean, yeah. this one, which, this which one's partially. Harper was Harper was an embryo at that point, but still causing issues. Nah. Hudson was really the main problem at this point. Uh, Is he still? No, no, he's the easy one now. Uh. Uh, so where were we? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I got I got that uh, you got Landis Cog. Shit, right. I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass because I don't want to hold this up. But but I'm telling you, the more recent years are the worst for me. I I don't know any of these guys. Okay, uh, Johnny. Um. Uh. No, Mike Smith. Sorry, you're not there. No. Edmonton, I think, at that point. Lyle? Close. You were close. Um, sticking with the Flames. Uh, show me Milan Lucic. He's on that board. Milan Lucic. Yes. Wow. And it's in this one. Yes. So, you know, we had a good game. Mark. Yeah, Lyle. baby. Last call. Yeah, I'm gonna whip it around here. Yeah, nah. Mark's nah, nah I'll, I'll just pass. I know there's an, a number of names I'll recognize, but I, I don't yeah. have that association from watching the teams sure. like I did with the younger years. Gotcha, gotcha. With your young, your single days. Yes. Yes. Boy meets world. Yeah. When you were playing a uh, little league. When yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Johnny. Um. Uh. Oh no, he was not their goalie at that time. Um. Yeah, I don't know who the Kings or the uh, the Kings goalie would have been. <laughs> yeah. that field. No wonder you haven't. No wonder I can't figure out who's on these teams. Uh, I don't know, Jacob Markstrom. I know he's not there. He was in, he was he in was Vancouver. Vancouver yeah. He was there later that year, I think. Yeah, no. visiting from. Well, it was before the trade deadline. You told me. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, he was visiting. He's hanging out Vancouver Canucks. Lyle, last time. Uh, I'm going to shift over to uh, the Avalanche there. Uh, show me Mikko Rantanen. Mikko Rantanen's on that board. Oh, there we go. I believe I was perfect in this round. Good job. 
I believe I can fly. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, believe I can fly. For the Flames, Rasmus Anderson, Michael uh, Backlin, Sean or Sam Bennett, yeah, yeah. Brody, Austin Zarnick, Michael Frolik, Goudreau <laughs> and Giordano were mentioned. Travis Hamanick, Noah Hannafin, Mark Jankowski, Oliver Shillington, Lindstrom and Lucic were mentioned. Andrew Mangiapani. Wow. I didn't yes, know he played Mangiapani. on the team at that point. Yeah. Yep. God. Yep. Moynihan was mentioned. Derek Ryan, Matthew Kachuk, and in net, David Riddich. David oh, yeah. Riddich. There was zero chance I was getting. I had a better yeah. chance of Leland Irving. Was there starter Cam Talbot that year? You had a better chance of getting the freaking Kings goalie. Was, was um, <laughs> Let me see, because I think I'm trying to find. Let's see who their other goalie was. Yeah, it was Cam Talbot. I thought so. Yeah. And then, that would have been my guess it, if we had gone around. Riddich got times. more games in. Talbot was the backup. I know, right? The weird part about this one. That year, yeah. Uh, they they thought Riddich was going to be their starter of the future, yeah. And that well, how that that worked great. <laughs> uh, for the Avalanche, Pierre Edward Belmar, Andre oh. Barakovsky, Matt. <laughs> I forgot about that. Capital connection. Yeah. yeah J.T. Comfer, Jonas Donskoy, Sam Gerrard, Graves was mentioned. Eric Johnson, Tyson Jost, Kadri, Landis, Cog, McKinnon, McCarr were mentioned. Uh, Valerie Nachushkin, Matt Nito, Rantanen was mentioned, Connor Timmins, Nikita Zadarev, and Grubauer in that. Here we go. <coughs> so there you go. We've done it. And we've done another week. Lyle, thank you. Enjoy your My pleasure. 200 points. 200 yeah, oh, points. God. Maybe this year will be my year. I know. I'm tired of being the regular season champion. <laughs> Got it. Got to wait. How many banners do you have for that, though? That's true. Did you put another Nashville? Spirit? Yeah, I, I, I did a Nashville Predator. I've got like six banners hanging. Nice. And, Love it. Which is weird because we've only done ha ha fuck you four times. So there you go. That's true. We were talking about the 200 point swing, but either way. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about the uh, the 15 years of pick'em that we've done at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty, guys. Talk to you next week, man. See you, buddy. There See you, Lyle. At Spectres Hockey, SpectresHockey.net. Uh, all the fun stuff there. Johnny, shout outs. You know what's funny is I was trying to think of cards from the top zap and I just kind of blanked at some point. But I am happy that the top skate put out a uh, second season, second series, so you can get that new card feeling again. Just good. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny is I got a I got one today. It was John Quick. I'm like, he wasn't in series one. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> How many so players just, were on each team for the first series? Like eight or nine? I think it was ten apiece because it was three hundred. Yeah, yeah, there were three hundred twenty. Well, there you go, ten apiece. That's that is math. That's good yep. math, Scotty. Great work, buddy. That was only uh, piece because there's hundred and sixty in this series too. So, oh, also quick math. Yep. So uh, yeah, give a shout out to uh, Top Skate for innovating. <clears throat> Keep it up with all of it. Um, I will give a uh, shout out to Scotty, who Hi. sent me a, a tiny metal DeLorean model, and it's like real small. The fact that it, like effectively, I need tools to like put it to get to like bend the pieces correctly and like put it together. <laughs> so I'm gonna start that this weekend, I think, and hope for the best. All right. Um. And uh, yeah. That uh, 
I did get more Lego. So nice. That's a uh, that's out there for me to put together at some point. What what Lego did you get? I got the uh, AMG Formula E um, Mercedes. No, yeah, Mercedes, and then a Mercedes like pace car AMG that uh, was part of it as well, part of the package. Nice. Yeah, so I have a bunch of those. Uh, those um, I think they're like the race series for Lego or the speed series. I think is actually what it's called, and they're all like uh, all these like tiny cars that are uh, pretty cool looking. I got a bunch of those now. I think I got like seven or eight. Sick. Those so yeah, <laughs> they're an easy build. It's like a three-hour, two, three-hour build. I build it during work most of the time when I'm supposed to be listening to calls because. Oh, sure. You know, like I can listen to the calls and then put together the little cars. <laughs> if I don't have to participate, like I'll just, I'll just listen. Yeah, I, I, I often play video games or something else. <laughs> if it's a call that I am just participating in, especially now working from home. Yeah. If hey, I don't you... actually have to say anything, like I try to do something else. You two can go fuck yourselves. Um... Well, you can't <laughs> set up a, a surgical space from home. I can't. Come on. I... Set up a surgical supply area in my house. It'd be so cool when there's robot Scotty Waz, though. Yeah, when you're just at home, you just like you know, just driving around like the Oasis. Johnny Five, yeah, fucking Johnny. He's Pop. on his like iPad. And he's like pushing the robot around to like pick up the stuff from the storeroom. <laughs> Going up to surgery meetings, just just me and the iPad. Surgery <laughs> meetings. <laughs> Surgery meetings sound amazing. It's yeah. like if you would ask like a six-year-old, what do you imagine doctors do? Yeah, they go to surgery meetings. Not too far from that. <laughs> well, they have to meet before the surgery to make sure That's, everything's like copacetic. So we're, we're doing the surgery, right? Okay. I'm, I'm just... Now, wait a minute. I don't think that this approach is going to be great for business. Listen, we got the That's how I imagine this meeting would go. We got all these heart valves here. You think? Uh... Debatable. Debatable. Yeah, sure. Are all these heart valves necessary? Listen. No, that's my job. Is like, listen. <laughs> we got all this fucking stock here. You haven't used it since 2012. What are we doing? <laughs> Why do you think we're still going to need it 10 years later? How big do you think this guy is? You don't need screws in eight different sizes. Holy. Dude, don't even get me fucking started on screw and plate trays. Holy shit. The screw trays are the oh, worst. <laughs> dude, I hate them. hate them so much. Literally the same exact screw in a 32nd of an inch difference. Yep. And that screws in like two other trays, too. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Anyway. It's like trying to build bag. Ikea furniture? <laughs> or worse? Huh? Worse than trying to build Ikea furniture? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the instructions screw... are not in pictures. Right. They should be, really. And they, they had to go about, to school for eight years. They cost about 300 times more than one you'll get down in Ace Hardware, too. And I don't know how that works. Yeah, well, I guess they have to be, like, you know, non-toxic and shit. Surgical grade. We got, we <laughs> somebody accidentally ordered a program, a neurostimulator program, like a, pro, like a little unit. Um, and that oopsie cost the hospital $12,000. Uh-huh. For a little, little, just a little box like that. True story. Equipment. How does it work? Anyway, sorry, Johnny. That's going to be the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
bring up the bowling podcast and we'll bring up uh, surgical stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a great book. I, unless I have to sign like a, uh, I can't can dis- disclose anything. And you just have to change their names. Right. <laughs> Let's call her Mary. Yeah. Came in for. Let's call it Schmachter Schmidt. Uh, Sorry, I'm done. I'm just right. babbling on at this point. Mark. <clears throat> uh, shout out to, I believe I probably did this before. Eleven is louder. Good beer from Mustang Salary. Sally, not salary. salary. <laughs> I, got, salary. I got all tied up in our salary cap debate earlier. <laughs> fresh on my mind. Shout out to the U.S. men's national team who I'm watching over here. Are they doing it? As long as they don't lose by six goals. Okay, well. They're going to qualify for the World Cup, so. You know, there's that. Not yeah. done, but John may have jinxed them earlier, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's all. That's all I got for now. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? We did it again. Lyle, happy birthday. Oops. I know you don't listen to no, this. Oh, that's show. right. We Fuck. missed, we missed his birthday last week and we missed it again this week. So we put it on Facebook though. That makes it official. Yeah. It does did. make it official. Yeah. We're good. We just need to do it on air. So I'm done. All right. Uh, shout out to po- new podcasts. Some that might have NDAs. Um, <laughs> shout out to the top series two. Shout out to the bowling national championship that is apparently going on coming up here. So congratulations. That's why they had to ban all those balls. Yeah, exactly. Got to get it ready for the NCAA. Number one overall seed, McKendry. Uh, McKendry State out of, uh, I think it's Missouri. They are uh, they're doing pretty good. They got Shannon O'Keefe, PWBA bowler, as their coach. So pretty good, I would say. Um, He's a good out- coach for the Maple Leafs as well. Right, exactly. <laughs> Um, shout out LED lighting. I bought like these little LED strips from Ross that were on sale. So see about how I can light up my uh, OYO rinks and go from there. 15 feet. So I got to figure out a way to make it all look fancy. So there we go. That's it. That's all. For Johnny P. Mark with us. See, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show. Uh, on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, part of PodcastMonster.com. Get us anywhere you get podcasts. I don't know how you're listening to us otherwise. Give us a drop us a line and let us know. We got it. We're on the socials, FOHS Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. Give us money. Give us money. So until we talk to you guys next week, it'll be April. Holy shit, it's April already? Fuck. Anyway. Um, till then, peace. 